I want to thank you for making my pillow 2.0 a huge success. Now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. Get a queen size for only $39.98 with your promo code. My pillow 2.0 is made with my patented adjustable fill. Plus, we've infused the fabric with our temperature regulating technology. You combine that with our brand new Mattress Topper 2.0, and I guarantee you, you get the best sleep of your life. It's the perfect time to get the MyPillow 2.0s for your friends, family, and everyone you know. They truly make the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to save 50%. Get your queen size MyPillow 2.0, Regularly $79.96, now only $39.98, and king size just $5 more. From all of us at MyPillow, Merry Christmas and God bless. MyPillow.com gentlemen and i'll keep this world from dragging me down gonna stand my ground welcome and i won't back down take a note of that hey, baby. baby there ain't no easy way out that's right go and hide Hamas in tunnels, you deep staters. Ladies and gentlemen, I have major breaking news. It's major breaking news, and it affects everybody. Um, I'm going to tell you this right now. Okay. First of all, I remain a humble servant of the Lord. Yeah, I need to take some pause here. But let me play this out first. Won't back down. No. Daniel Love. That's right, Stephen Myrie. That's right, Barack Obama. That's right, Hillary Clinton. You will be held accountable. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, first of all, I need to take some pause here. And, and I and I will. Okay? I will. I want to welcome everybody. Um, this particular broadcast, uh, for me, um, is a really important one. But for you, it's about 800,000 times more important than it is for me because, first of all, I serve the Lord, and I just got to keep going. This is just another task, okay? Um, secondly, I will and have put myself out there, life on the line, I want to overemphasize that, um, exposing the truth, exposing the criminals, trying to bring them uh, to account, and uh, through patience and perseverance and godliness, uh, law and order will, will come. Law and order will come. You have to be patient. Um, easier said than done. It's very, very difficult. I, I wouldn't wish um, the level of patience that 
you know, that I had to have to get through this slog. And you guys are going to find out what that's all about here momentarily. But it's it's big. Trust me. We're going to unpack this thing. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to pause a minute here. All right. Um, I am. I'm going to pause uh, before I even say hello and good morning to uh, to Deb Jordan. All right. Say a prayer. Uh, Lord, we know you're good. We know you're there. Uh, I've I've always wanted to use the example that you've set through me, all the experiences, your miracles, um, to just tell the whole world that you are real. You are real, Lord. You've, you've stood at my side. You've been patient with me, and I certainly appreciate that. I'm one to be patient with. Uh, but you know how much I love you. You know that. That's never, ever in question. And uh, I'm so glad that at a certain point in time, I was taught to just communicate with you always. Um, not for my benefit, so that I could tell everybody that it's available to them as well. You are real. You are there. You will never turn your back on those that call upon your name ever. And I'm here to hell to tell the whole world that that through your miracles and your blessings uh, that I wanted to use that as uh, as a testament as to who you are, what you're about, and how powerful we are when we go forth knowing that you're with us. When two or more are gathered, and we certainly have more than that every single day when we gather together in your name, uh, that you are with us. Lord, I, I pray that, that my words today, uh, our example uh, that has come forth over a long period of time, we've been patient, uh, we've, we've sought your guidance, you're coming through for and, and, and on your timing, Lord, your timing is absolutely amazing. If, if things had happened any sooner, it wouldn't be as impactful. And therefore, we are truly grateful. And I hope that everybody is filled with your Holy Spirit today, filled with a tremendous sense of hope and strength and courage. I, I pray for that. I, I, I long for that more than um, just about anything to just sp spread word about you, you being with us, and therefore us being inconquerable. Lord, please bless everybody hearing my words today. I ask for all of these things in the name of the almighty king of the universe. Amen. Oh my goodness. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Amen. Amen. Okay, so all of these things this has nothing to do with me, you guys. Nothing. It has everything to do with us. I want everybody to just fill yourself. Just pray right now. Just close your eyes. As a matter of fact, I'm going to close my eyes. And Lord, I, I ask you, as you always do for me when I call upon you, because uh, evil always tries to, to get in. Just, Lord, we know the best way uh, to, to protect ourselves is to push it out by being filled with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I ask everybody learns to do that. Even those that aren't 
as close to you. They can try it and they will feel it and they will know it just by following these inspiring words. We feel anxiety, we feel angst, we feel uncertainty, we feel all, all of that stuff, but that's the evil that Satan tries to bring to us, doubt, to bring us down to one knee. Now, allow everybody to be filled with your Holy Spirit and to rise up with the strength, knowing that with you and us, evil can never penetrate us, evil can never conquer us. And, and I ask you to just inspire people that may be just there, just have them close their eyes and just try it. Try it. Rinse and repeat always. Reach out to him. Call his name out. Ask him to just push out all of the anxiety, all the terrible failings of uncertainty and angst and mourning for our country. Push all of that out. Let us come together and bring... Uh, a spiritual revival that that's what's going to save our nation and and I I pray that you inspire as many people as possible and and through me Lord I will I will be your servant to do whatever, whatever I can to help make that happen we love you and we praise you in the name of the almighty king of the universe Jesus Christ amen okay do it just try it I'm telling you it works um, I, I kept telling him, I accept your will, whatever it is that you have for me. I'm, I'm, my story is important because it, it has to do with you guys. Um, I said, Lord, if you have me in here, I'll do whatever I can. I'll be in this box, and but I got a special request. I think that's a waste of talent. If you let me out and you bring your miracle, I said, I promise you, I will give you all the glory and credit. I promise you. Uh, and I hope I've kept that promise. Hopefully you guys have realized that. Even you... You know, not so Jesus people are like, ah, man, he's a Jesus freak. And that's not a bad thing. Nobody's harmed by that. Nobody's harmed. And then you've always been thinking in the back of your mind, oh, well, you know, I'm having a bad day today. Things are coming at me. Is he is he right? You know, if can I call out to Jesus's name and have him do that whole hocus pocus Holy Spirit thing? Does that work? Oh, yeah, it works. Oh, 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 be careful what you ask for. I'm going to tell you that right now. Deb Jordan knows. Sometimes, I mean, I, I in my prayers, Deb Jordan, I'm going to put you on screen. I want you to attest to this. I mean, over now, a long period of time that you've come to know me, my prayers are, Lord, I'm ready to just like, just open it up. Just open up the faucet. Just pour it into me, whatever you need to do. And sometimes I'm like, oh, Lord, this is just a little bit too much. That's okay. You know, it's like, send your electricity through me, you know? And sometimes it's too much. It, I mean, it's overwhelming um, sometimes. Like, knowing too much is like an overwhelming thing. Seeing too much, having discernment, um, sometimes it's too much. I, I can't even, in, in most cases, he's blessed me so much, I can't even run to the microphone and share everything with everybody because it's kind of like that story if God walked up to your door and rang the doorbell and you opened it you wouldn't be able to handle it you would not be able to handle it his presence is right it's just something that's just so overwhelming um, above and beyond what our our human souls can handle it's like that 
Don't I do that? Don't I pray for that? And then I back away and I say, okay, Lord, that's great. <laughs> turn it down a little bit. Right. <clears throat> turn it down just a little. Just a little. Mm-hmm. This is a lot. You know, what am I going to do with it? You know? Yeah. So, so I want you guys, wherever you're at in the, the, the spectrum, right? And we're at mm-hmm. different stages. Shoot, I was. I was a cussing, sinning, you know, rinse and repeat Roman Catholic. You know, I've, I, I think I've been awarded more Hail Marys than any other Roman Catholic <laughs> in the history of the entire religion. Right? right. right. Yeah. I mean, I... I would say so many Hail Marys, I would just be, you know, repetitively, which is, you know, sure. the whole Roman Catholic Church. I'd be on my knees at the altar, you know, yep. saying Hail Marys and just drifting, wandering, you know, yep. hoping a girl to come up next to me when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, what did I get out of that? Um, basically, just prepared for prepared me for that moment where I learned the truth that confession was a spy mechanism by the king. Mm. And when I learned that, um, I realized that I don't need to go through this, you know, this, this, this spy operative, the priest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can confess my sins to the Almighty directly. And I did do that. And it was that's later right. on in life. But that's the truth. That's mm-hmm. what I learned through it. And it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, Kick the tires a little bit. Everyone's feeling it. Everyone's feeling a sense of mourning mm-hmm. for our country, a Indeed. sense of uncertainty. Where are we going to go? Yeah. Where we're going to go is where we determine we go. And I'm living proof of that. And I'm going to dig into this stuff, all right, in a big way, in mm-hmm. a big way. Um, so what am I talking about? Uh, hold up that piece of paper right there, 30 pages. Um, when I printed it and handed it to you, I said that right there is the culmination of almost 10 years culmination, right? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you say? Oh yeah. That, that document right there signed by a federal judge, um, essentially, and then we're going to unpack this thing essentially says that, uh, you know, the government did bad things and it's okay to prosecute them. Mm-hmm. Prosecuting them, you know. So I don't want to get into the complexities because here it is. First of all, okay, I'm expressing my opinion. I'm not a legal expert, and you know, attorneys will slice and dice, you know, all the words. No, it's what it is. Uh, I'm going to read the words to you, and you're going to say, "Wow, wow." When you say prosecution, okay. You know, is it a criminal prosecution through this process? Sure. There will be derived out of this massive criminal prosecutions. Mm. Uh, I intend to hold people individually accountable for what they did to not just me, not just us, not just my fellow Americans, but to our country. Okay. Um, If you could imagine, picture this. What if one day the January 6th defendants all of a sudden had a judge say, yeah, the deep state ran an operation and everybody's gone, released, you're free, sorry, you know, and here's a half a trillion dollars. Mm -hmm. What if that happened for the January 6th defendants? That's what this is about. And and it is literally the genesis of what led up to uh, January 6th. The genesis of it. I'm going to prove it to you. 
because there's a document right now that was published by the Federal Bureau of Criminality that says that the beginning of, you know, domestic violent, you know, militia extremism began with Bundy Ranch. Well, guess what, folks? Guess what? Domestic. That's an FBI document, too. That's an FBI document. They just document. put out at the, uh, here recently, they just put that out. Yeah. They did. And we're going to we're gonna read this. I'm not going to read everything, but I'm going to break it down, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, things that law enforcement needs to look look out for. You know, like when people say when tyranny becomes law, rebellion becomes duty, right? Mm -hmm. That's it. That's a extremist terroristic comment. This is this is per sensitive law enforcement data mm -hmm. on the left side of the spectrum down here, right here. There, here's January 6th. And here is the genesis of this extremism thing that they say that they have to be stopping yeah what they and it was literally to be it was manufactured mm -hmm. and a judge just signed off on all of those allegations that we've ever made the conspiracy theories that the government was running operations like oklahoma city bombing waco mm -hmm. ruby ridge all of that this mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen what you're about to hear is the first time We've ever taken those conspiracy theories. We caught the government. And now it's a matter of determining A, who broke the law. We're gonna, you know, comb through that, who violated rights and how much they're going to pay. And that doesn't just include the government. Uh I'm gonna put out notice right now. Here. I'm gonna serve notice right now. Kieran Suckling, okay, if your name is on any of the correspondence that we're about to see, which there is, I have some that's been sealed by court order. That's going to come exploding in your face. But the Center for Biodiversity is a United Nations supported NGO that in this environmental movement thing, they're government actors and they worked and colluded with the government to deprive Americans of their rights. Hmm. They did. And Indeed. Karen Suckling, uh, I want to send you formal official notice to preserve everything. I, do not get rid of your lawnmower. I want that. Okay. <laughs> do not get rid of your freaking silverware. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take everything, everything to make an example. Not because I'm greedy. I'm going to sue your freaking leftist NGO balls off if I find out and I believe when I find out, I already have evidence that you were a government actor working in a conspiracy that the judge just signed off on saying that they conspired to do all those things. Center for Biodiversity is hereby on notice, Kieran Suckling as well. Um, the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center, namely, uh, you know, the CEO, of course, Ryan Lentz, the FBI informant, government operative that was targeting me, publishing disparaging information on their website. I, you have notice right now. I want retractions immediately, immediately of everything that you put on that website. Otherwise, we will consider that to be evidence and furtherance of your conspiracy to attack your political opponents. And you better not have in that $700 million offshore and offshore accounts, any foreign money flowing through there, we're going to do an accounting, okay? 
And if there's any foreign influence in your efforts to come after Americans, we're going to freaking sue your balls off, you and those foreign actors. And I don't care if Saudi Arabia was behind it. We're going after Prince Ubaba Mau Mau if we have to. Make no mistake about it, ladies. On behalf of all Americans, everything that you ever conspiracy theorized is going to be right out in the open. We finally had a federal judge. Wow. We finally had a federal judge acknowledge, yep, this is it. Government, sorry, you can't dismiss this. There is probable cause. You committed some serious, egregious acts, and you're going to have to be held accountable. Right? You agree with that? There we go. We're going to go to a break here momentarily. All right? Everybody stay right there. All right? Do not go away. I'm excited to announce that we're having our... I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to MyPillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98, or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns? Lockdowns, natural disasters, power outages, or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal. Time waits for no one, and neither do emergencies. PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies. You're not just buying food, you're buying peace of mind. Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food, it's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're thinking. Another gold commercial. But don't put the TV on mute. You owe it to yourself to listen. Stock markets may be high right now, but they'll eventually fall. And when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at Gold Co. today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. 
Cardio Miracle is the finest and most comprehensive nitric oxide and vitamin D supplement in the world. Made from the highest quality ingredients, Cardio Miracle is driven and backed by science and committed to your health and well being. Get your 60 day, no risk. Listening to the Pete Santilli Show. Pete Santilli telling you the truth, whether you like it or not. Okay, let me have uh, some moments to spend with each and every one of you. All right, and some notification here, ladies and gentlemen. This has been uh, almost ten years in the making. All right, um, but imagine this. All right. Remember, you were conspiracy theorizing about the government's involvement in the Oklahoma City bombing, as one example, right? You can only theorize. And it, in fact, happened, okay? Um, Merrick Garland was single-handedly involved in covering up the U.S. government's involvement. We're going to pursue Merrick Garland, all right. This is how big this is, because it led up to this thing that they whipped up through the Obama administration. And that was they started making their move. When we said that the deep state came up, Barack Obama had everything in place. The baton was turned over to him. They had their deep, deep state operatives in place and they imp implemented something called Operation PatCon. All right. This stuff's all going to come out. All right. Um, if you're a flag-waving person, you are a target of these communists, and especially funded by these foreigners through their captured elite like Barack Obama. This is a true story. It's all going to come out. There are foreign entities, environmental organizations. This was intended to set off the takedown of the United States of America. It was the very, it was the genesis of it, and how, how can I prove that? How can I prove that? Well, guess what? There are literally, I'm not going to overwhelm you with thousands of pages. The purpose of this broadcast is to give you a sense of hope that everything that I've been telling you when I set out to expose these criminals, all right, is going to come out. I'm going to put this on the screen right now, all right? Um, and I'm going to show you some things right there on the screen. The bottom left-hand corner, it says that the timeline of key events in MVE history, 2014 to present, all of law enforcement is being trained that the Bunkerville, Nevada, they call it the standoff. It was never a standoff, okay? It was never a standoff. That's the truth. You can call it a stand. You can go look it up on Google it. You can go do all that stuff. That was all scripted to get public support for what they eventually wanted to do. They wanted to kill everybody. All right. And, and they set out to do that. I mean, we're talking about armed conflict. Uh, there were upwards of 70, 80. I can show you the, the clips and I will show you the clips. All right. Of heavily armed and, and, and by the way, if you're a federal agent that worked for the Bureau of Land Management, 
Um, we have plenty of evidence for you to join us in this effort to expose you being used as a pawn, okay? There were agents that were sleep deprived. They were told about the domestic violent extremists. It was all manufactured, folks. It was literally manufactured. For what purpose? I'm going to read it to you. But federal agents were, were kept up, told that, oh my goodness, these domestic violent extremists are going to come and get you. And it was literally manufactured. That, that federal agents were like shaking in their boots. They're like, oh my goodness, these people are going to come and kill us. We have to defend ourselves. And you were used as a frontline pawn. And a lot of people almost died. Um, if you have knowledge of what happened, first of all, you better tell the truth because you're going to be called to testify. We have all of your documentation. We have all of your reports. We have all of the communications, everything. We have everything. Thousands and thousands of pages to expose this thing. But Operation PatCon, okay, if you're not familiar with that, that's going to be exposed. And an attorney that I am hoping will get involved is very well aware of what I'm talking about because he knows about this thing originating, you know, somewhere around, you know, the Oklahoma City bombing. We have Waco, Ruby Ridge, all that stuff, but it was put on full blast. And Merrick Garland was single handedly involved in covering up the government's involvement. And we have 157 file boxes of evidence that will be brought forth to prove that. Mayor Garland will be held accountable. All right, I'm gonna say that right now. I'm gonna say this to the public right now. I will not stop, I will not back down until that guy is put in handcuffs. He needs to be arrested. There is plenty of evidence, prima facie evidence of him covering up the government's criminal wrongdoing. Covering up on behalf of the Southern Poverty Law Center as well, their intel operatives overseas coming in and being involved in Elohim City with the Oklahoma City bomb. These are foreigners. It's foreign takedown of the United States of America, and Merrick Garland committing treason by aligning with directly, indirectly. However, he's covered the whole thing up. Merrick Garland needs to be arrested, tried, and convicted for treason. We're going to bring enough evidence forth to give whoever the prosecutors are when President Trump comes in uh, the proper legal authority to be able to make effect an arrest, hold a trial, I would say, you know, during the three or four steps to the freaking gallows for that guy. There's plenty of evidence. That's, an e that's a slam dunk, Merrick Garland. You're done. You're cooked. Oh, by the way, don't underestimate the power in the Lord and the inspiration he's given a whole bunch of us that 10 years we started out on this mission and we're not backing down. We're not giving up. And as of last night, we have a federal judge that signed off and said, let's go open up the floodgates. We're going to bring this whole freaking system down. This is by far the biggest case in U.S. history. Period. Just the civil cases alone that haven't even, I mean, we're, there's a, I'm not going to tell you legal strategy here. All right. I'm going to tell you something right now. It is the biggest case against the deep state 
in U.S. history, period. And it's backed up with documentation, legal evidence, court cases, testimony, and guess what else? Whistleblower testimony. Whistleblower testimony. 250 pages of Wooten, too. Woohoo! Everybody say, yay, Wooten. Say it. Say, yay, Wooten. Wooten. Larry Wooten. 250 pages of an insider's perspective on all of their wrongdoing submitted in the federal court system. The government is back on their heels. And what they're going to try to do is, oh, we'll settle. No, no, no. That's part of the cover-up. We're going to expose you. Uh, the settlement is give us all your stuff. Put your hands out for cuffs. <laughs> We're taking all your crap. You're going to pay. You're going to be held accountable. Okay. There's a settlement will include absolute accountability of all these criminals publicly displayed. All right. And any attorney will say, oh, you got to keep your mouth shut. No, I'm not keeping my mouth shut. I have a First Amendment right to express my opinion. I spent, you keep your mouth shut unless you can go in there and spend 619 days eating bologna, okay, working on the case. You you shut your mouth and go in there. Let me know how, how much you want to keep your mouth shut after 619 days of being sought after by the U.S. government. Uh, really? And we're talking about criminals, Criminal wrongdoing by individuals that will be exposed through this process. Hundreds of billions of dollars. Hundreds of billions. Hundreds of billions. That's just the civil side. Okay? This will be uh, uh, covered by me. Okay? I will be the one at the helm of covering this thing as it unravels. The mainstream media, they won't cover it. No, because they were part of it, and they're going to be sued, too. They're going to be sued, too. Being a government actor, helping and colluding, and operating under the protection of the First Amendment, acting as a deep state actor, putting out false propaganda on behalf of the FBI, the Department of Justice, the White House. Uh, listen, I can roll clips right now of Barack Obama publicly disparaging as part of an operation, okay, an effort to disparage and to demonize and to take away the support of Clive and Bundy. A New York Times article that went out, it was taken out of context, and Barack Obama literally piled on uh, at the, um, what was that, Deb Jordan? That was the, um, what is it, the press uh, uh, awards or whatever it is, that stupid thing, where he got up at the, remember he got up at the podium? I do. And he demonized. Now, it was for this. It was all an operation, ladies and gentlemen. They, they sought after you right here. Okay. They, they needed to begin. And I would say that the pretext uh, for all of that was advancing through Operation PatCon. All right. Infiltrate the militia movement, set up operations like Oklahoma City bombing, but the provocations with. Uh, and, and Bill Barr was involved in this, too. That guy needs to be swinging by his CIA balls, okay? Bill Barr representing Lon Horiuchi to help cover up what happened with Vicki Weaver, right, during Ruby Ridge. Mm -hmm. I got people right now that are my brothers. I love them like my brother. They're in the hills, okay? 
One of them won't come out of the hills because he's got to take care of his freaking goats. All right? <laughs> They're in the hills of where Ruby Ridge is. They know what happened there. They know the truth. They know the legal documentation. They know that what they were subjected to was an attack by these Marxists that are not within this country. But they've captured the elite like Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and Valerie Jarrett and Eric Holder and all of them. Hillary Clinton and her cover-up of what went on in Oklahoma City, Merrick Garland being involved in that, all of these people, this stuff is going to come out. Operation PatCon has already been exposed in the federal court system. The CIA and the FBI and the DOJ's collusion and running an operation at the Oklahoma City bombing, it all came out. May God bless Jesse Trent to do. Mm, He's been under seal until recently. Okay. Mm -hmm. Until recently. Jesse Trent to do. Kenneth Trent to do was his brother. And as a result of the wrongful death of his brother, Kenneth Trent to do, they mess with the wrong person because Jesse Trent to do is an attorney. And he's been at it ever since the Oklahoma City bombing. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you this right now, ladies and gentlemen, that the Oklahoma City bombing was yet another bombing perpetrated by the likes of the CIA, the FBI, and the DOJ in order to attack their political opponents and bring down the United States of America. Ruby Ridge, Waco, Waco, and their efforts. You know what they did in Waco? What they do is they, they know what they're going to do. They're going to kill you. They're going to kill you for being a Christian. They're going to kill you for wanting to be independent. They're going to kill you for wanting to live in your little uh, community and live off the grid. They're going to kill you. So what they have to do is to create false propaganda months in advance like they did with Waco. And they slow cooked everybody into believing, right, that what they were eventually planning to do and that was kill all those people and burn that place down, that you would accept it because you were slow cooked into believing that David Koresh was a wing nut, he was a gun runner, he was a pedophile, he was a, literally months, they ran an operation, PR campaign. Why? So that when they went in there and killed everybody, you'd say, oh, well, they're all pedophiles and crazy Christians. And all of it was a lie. All of it was a lie. Total lie perpetrated by the FBI and the ATF. It was all whipped up. The circumstances that occurred that people died, absolutely. Uh, they will even sacrifice their own federal agents in order to accomplish their goal. And that is to take down the United States of America, including rank and file law enforcement. I'm calling upon all law enforcement right now. If you know of wrongdoing, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to warn you right now. All right? A, you better come forward and do the right thing. All right? And we'll give you amnesty. All right? Maybe we'll have it negotiated uh, based on your cooperation, leniency, and your penalty. You're still going to be held to account. If you did wrong, you're going to be held to account. But maybe we'll give you time served based on your cooperation. We will show zero mercy. And I'm telling you right now, this is not just bravado that came from last night. 
This is 10 years of pursuing the true criminals in our system. 10 years. 10 years. All right? Don't underestimate that, you know, my bravado that I'm speaking right now. Do not underestimate what I haven't told you. Because I may be speaking out loud and you're surveilling me and you're writing everything down. You need to be shaking in your boots for what I haven't told you. That and, and, and I'll give you a peek under the tent. If your name is on anything having to do with any wrongdoing, having to do with what happened with Bundy Ranch, then leading up to the Joint Terrorism Task Force into January 6th, you are going to be brought up. You have an opportunity here. We'll give you leniency. Come forward voluntarily. Do the right thing. And maybe you'll be spared if you serve your country. As a matter of fact, why don't we do this? Why don't you start blowing the whistle on everybody around you? How about that? We'll treat you like a bunch of freaking dope dealers. We're going to roll you. They're going to be held to account. I'm talking about to the fullest extent of the law. It's it. The gig is up, folks. The gig is up. Uh, we're going to go to uh, the, the, the break. We're going to come back. We're going to begin the show. Um, and and, and, and I, I really want you to listen to an interview I did. I want that to be the launching point for where we're going. This will be an ongoing story. Uh, that will be covered for many months, if not years into the future, until every single January 6th defendant's released. Release them now. Release them now. And you Congress people right now, you, you better be stepping up as well. Those of you that remain silent in the background to this thing, we got the mainstream media against us. I don't need Congress keeping their mouths shut. You kept your mouth shut because it was not politically advantageous when I'm sitting there, okay? Fighting for our country while a very select few, all right? You want to know who one of them is? Andy Biggs in Arizona. He was one of them. Sheriff Mack, he is another one. That man came to see me. Andy Biggs set up for us. Mm -hmm. Congressman Steve Stockman, okay? Mm -hmm. Congressman Steve Stockman, they pursued him. He stood up for us. There's a very select few number of politicians that stood up. Of course, Nevada Assemblywoman Michelle Fiore at the top of the list. At the top of the list. Mm -hmm. That they stood up when it mattered, put their butts on the line. But because it wasn't politically advantageous, everybody ran for the hills. And they should have known everything that I know. They should have known mm -hmm. everything. Nobody's, my own congressman hasn't come to me. I'm going to go to my congressman now. <laughs> For sure. He's exposing uh, the COVID tyranny. Mm hmm Brad Winstrup, I'm meeting with uh, his office today. You, you need to make it politically expedient, okay? You will either protect because your duty is to protect the constitutional rights of the people that gave you through consent, through vote. And if you're not going to protect our constitutional rights, you will be held accountable too. You need to go. We can revoke that consent at any given moment. And we will. 
we're going not populist. We're not going Trumpian. We're going ultra MAGA. Your worst nightmare is about to materialize. Ultra MAGA. You think you can go after Trump and make, make us go away? Be right back. I'm excited. To, I'm excited to announce that we're bringing back our best offer ever on our original My Slippers. You save ninety dollars a pair with your promo code, and now My Slippers come in even more sizes: smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new styles and colors. Get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. What makes My Slippers different is my exclusive four-layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My Slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve stress on your feet. I'm so confident that you and everyone you know are going to love My Slippers that I'm extending my 60-day money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024, making them the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code to save $90. That's only $49.98 a pair. Quantities won't last long so please order now are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns lockdowns natural disasters power outages or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal time waits for no one and neither do emergencies PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies you're not just buying food you're buying peace of mind our meals are designed to be nutritious delicious and have a 25-year shelf life Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food. It's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time.
of this, the confidence, the bravado, all that stuff. Really, I'm I'm out in front of this because we're not going to get the mainstream media to pile on. We're not going to get, I mean, Congress is actually, uh, I would say even through you know, my efforts to bring justice and bring the truth forward, that Congress has been the one of the biggest obstructionist, non-participant, uniparty um, uh, weapon, okay? It's one of the greatest weapons. Um, we've watched it time and time again. I've had too many instances where Navy SEAL Team 6 members you know, try to bring the truth forward about, you know, the government's cover-up, you know, with extortion 17. Uh, they bring you to a hearing. Osama bin Laden. Osama bin Laden. Mm-hmm. All of that. Um, by the way, the government, and through this effort, the government uh, will have to admit that they are in possession of whistleblower recordings uh, that Osama bin Laden was a CIA asset and Benghazi was not about a film. It was about Hillary Clinton's gun running operation. They have manifests. They've got, we're talking about FBI and CIA whistleblowers that knew what was going on on the ground. The FBI was tasked with part of the cover up of what happened in Benghazi on behalf of General Petraeus, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, uh, and all those that were trying to negotiate the sale of arms from Al-Qaeda and Libya to be delivered to ISIS or Al-Qaeda and Syria by way of Turkey. We have the exact routing and the manifest and when it left the Libyan port. That is in the possession of the U.S. government. They're going to have to reveal that as well. So it's going to be big. It's going to be really big. Uh, they're going to try to stuff a big wad of cash in our mouth. That ain't going to work. Um, the value here, the, the compensation, first and foremost, is the truth. That is the currency. You're going to pay up with the truth, first and foremost. And when it is so overwhelming to you and you start saying, Uncle, you know, just start, yeah, do me a favor, give me the freaking printing press, okay? We're just going to print sheets of freaking, uh, I'm on a, I'm on a pocket full of freaking blue cheese. Just keep it coming. The truth will come out. We're going to, through this effort, bring the whole freaking thing down because they made a mistake. And thank God we have. Can you imagine if there was somebody internally for the January 6th thing that was in charge of all of the January 6th cases and they exposed and said, it's all hoax. You know, it's all bullshit. Right? Can you imagine? That's what we have the equivalent of. So it's smaller than January 6th. But guess what? The same exact model. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something right now. This is why they declare domestic violent extremism. You know what's going to come out in this case? When they deem you to be a terrorist, that gives the FBI permission to surveil everybody. They're literally surveilling right now half of America because they've deemed you to be a domestic violent extremist mm -hmm. because you said flag, you know. <laughs> and it triggers a... Did you hear about the January 6th baby that was born recently, within the past several months, was listed on the FBI's oh, yes. most wanted terrorist list or something like that or yes. whatever. You know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Well, yeah. They, they, they got the four S's. The mother. Yeah. Uh, got on, boarded a plane. Yeah. And you have to have a ticket for the infant also. Right. And on. Four S's. Um, it was a newborn. Yes. And on that infants 
boarding pass yeah. was the four S's. Right. You are being surveilled, okay, based on a manufactured hoax that basically they created. They manufactured it. And I have legal documentation of this, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, uh, conversations back and forth, you know, like using Pete Santilli as a listening post, all right? So that when you come in with your IP address into my chat thread, there were a thousand online code word investigators that were getting your IP address and you were listed as a domestic terrorist and they were listening to you. They do this in order to justify their budget for surveillance. They say, oh, we need 500 more people to surveil these. We had a thousand assigned to us. Why? Oh, because they deemed us to be terrorists. It was all manufactured. Mm -hmm. It was all manufactured. There are literally threat assessment reports where they were going back and forth saying, uh, Climb Bundy's not a threat. He doesn't even have any guns. And they said, yeah, but uh, let's not pick him up right now. The grand reward will be bringing in his supporters. And they ran an operation to lure in who his supporters were. And they said, these are terrorists and let's surveil them. And they surveilled all the patriots that said, what are you doing pointing guns at these unarmed protesters? Mm -hmm. What are you doing? And I thought we were rising up against the Bureau of Land Management. No, guess what it was? They provoked that. They provoked every step. They provoked us getting, like me going in front of the convoy. They provoked them jumping out of the vehicles with ARs. They provoked the online hellstorm. A call out to everybody to come to the rescue of Clive and Bundy who was being, you know, uh, he had guns pointed at him. They provoked that. Why? Because they wanted to honeypot you in and throw the net out and cast the net and bring you all in. Well, which was one of the biggest mistakes they made because yep. from the very beginning, they based their whole case against the Bundys in Nevada around an interview that you did with Clive and Bundy, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And they where Clive and Bundy came on our show in April, mm -hmm. I believe it was April 7th or 8th, mm -hmm. um, came on the show and he told you that they had snipers on his family. Yeah. Uh, you know, people were outraged by that. I have, I have just, uh, if you, can you see the clock up there, by the way? No. You can't. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll get that fixed. No, you're fine. Sorry. A minute and 42 seconds. I want to show everybody this, and then we're going to kick this thing off. All right. Everybody benefits from this, by the way. Okay. Everyone benefits from this. Every American, every January 6th defendant is going to benefit from this. Yeah. As a matter of fact, let me put the word out. You better release Owen Schroyer, or for that matter, let him put in six, because it's $10,000 per day of wrongful incarceration. 10000 a day. Mm -hmm. Keep him for 60 days. Let him rack up a bill, right? At least, right? All right, here is a fed federal judge, William Hayes, signing off, okay, on this court order right here that we're going to go over. And... When we come back, I haven't even opened up the show. I have a great interview. We need to be patriots, first and foremost. Godly patriots. All right? We're going to kick off the open. 
do an interview. I'm going to send out a text alert and get as many people in here as possible because, shoot, there's even my co-defendants and attorneys that don't even know what just came down yesterday that we've been waiting for this moment in time. So stay right there. We the people. That's right. Let's go, Brandon. I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried My Coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence and this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever gonna have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. Cardio Miracle is the finest and most comprehensive nitric oxide and vitamin D supplement in the world. Made from the highest quality ingredients, Cardio Miracle is driven and backed by science and committed to your health and well-being. Get your 60-day, no-risk, money-back guarantee now at CardioMiracle.com. Banks are supposed to be the safest placeholders for cash in the world, but in 2022, that changed. The Federal Reserve pulled out $2.5 trillion of liquidity out of the banks, and the Fed also changed the requirements so banks don't need to keep any funds on hand. This means banks are starved for liquidity and have now become very dangerous places to hold your assets. Get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, Ph.D. at 720-605-3900. Be sure to... Here's how we're going to go. Uh, we are uh, two minutes at the top of the hour, and I'm going to have that uh, uh, filled in the future with a couple of things. I'm going to do some musical interludes and really cool stuff to support the election of our moderate MAGA, President Donald J. Trump. Um... Here's how we're going to roll. I'm going to open up the show. 
Uh, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about this interview. Um, I'm gonna be sending out a text alert. All right. Um, because a lot of people know need, need to know what's going on um, in our in our circles, and they will find out what's going on. Um, so I will be sending out a text alert. Why is that not there? Oh, there we go. All right. You ready? Yeah. And um, we're going to do previously on the Pizza Antilles show, right? I love those. And then the show open in 30 seconds. All right. So what I need you to do right now uh, in in an hour, um, 40, about 45 minutes or so, uh, we will be we will be launching a text alert. All right. So I have news. We're going to be breaking out. It's going to take a while to do this, but I want everybody go back. If you're just tuning in, go back to the beginning, take the prayer in and know, just fill yourself with this Holy Spirit, all the goodness, push out the bad stuff and start feeling a sense of hope. We're going to do a little bit less talk and a lot more action here against the deep state. Welcome here to the Pete Santilli Show on this Tuesday, November 21st. Lots to unpack here in the coming days, weeks, and months, but for right now, let's kick this show off as we normally do. Uh, at the beginning of the first hour, I have breaking news for everybody. We go previously, previously on the Pete Santilli show. I, I watched the video. We got a lot of a lot of stuff to talk about, but we watched the videos. We're going to get to some of that a little bit later on mm -hmm. uh, from January 6th. Mm -hmm. um, some of the finer highlights, which is completely the uh, actually, I think that the January 6th committee Mm -hmm. need to be arrested. Oh, a lot of for, people are calling for For deprivation of rights. We have people that are in the gulag. They need to be released, okay? Um, that's great that the speaker releases the videos uh, while our um, fellow Americans sit in the gulag as political prisoners. Um, you know, I, I was reviewing a... Uh, I remember when uh, Trump went on CNN and he had, he pulled from his pocket. She said, oh, you didn't do anything to stop them. He goes, oh, it's interesting you bring that up. Because at 2.30, <laughs> I sent the following tweet out. Yeah. Right. Then you line up the stuff that was going on at 2.35, 2.35 p.m. Mm -hmm. uh, we now discover that the police fired, and we witnessed them, by the way, from a distance, but we witnessed them firing uh, concussion grenades and tear gas into a crowd of women and children. Mm -hmm. uh, I got my bullhorn out. I mean, they, they couldn't hear me. They weren't going to stand down. But at 2.35, the police fired tear gas 
into themselves and all came off the line. The second breach was caused by the police. It was. They all left the line because the first, they were hit with tear gas. Yeah, well, the first breach was caused by the police, too. You can truly tell by the timeline, um, when you match up the timeline, the people were angry and protesting. It's called a redress of grievance, right? The thing is, they didn't know how to handle it because it was 100,000 of very angry people. So what they decided to do was come out and lob rubber bullets and tear gas into an already agitated crowd. This is so important. This is a, this is where attorney generals of states worked together, and this is where we need to see more and more of this. The the uh, Missouri uh, attorney general, who's now their uh, who's now their governor, I believe it is, um, and uh, and and also Louisiana. I think he won the governorship. Um, but they worked together to hold uh, the U.S. government accountable for unlawful spying. And I'm about to put out something on Substack, and I'm a personal party. This. I may even be asked to give testimony uh, in this. Uh, I, I got a, a request to do some testimony, just a couple of federal testimony, just a couple of days ago. Um, I think this is uh, this is where we're going to be able to get justice for the American citizen for unlawful spying of DHS CISA, and I describe it at length in the book of War, War Against the Deep State. But this is this is where um, NewsGuard um, and you know DHS CISA had the largest cyber budget plus up of, of, of anyone, NSA, FBI, everybody. They had the biggest, and now it's all making sense because that's very likely where the grant money for NewsGuard, uh, the, 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 the for-profit firm that uh, essentially rates news, uh, probably gives uh, us pretty low ratings. Um, and it's also the one that uh, uh, we have the Election Integrity Partnership, uh, Stanford, my alma mater, uh, University of Washington, uh, uh, Atlantic Council. It's very likely where the monies for these activities originated was out of DHS CISA. We're trying to bond everyone together so we can bond together and get rid of this and make it stop and make it a grassroots you know, movement. Everyone told us it wasn't possible, but, but it is possible. When you get together and you have people that are passionate about, about saving your, your community, oh, yeah. it is possible. Oh, well, you guys are proof of that. And um, I, I was so happy for you. Uh, when I saw it, and uh, like I said, I immediately said, we got to get Lori back on. Uh, congratulations to you. And, you know, it's uh, an illustration uh, of the power over the people, is it not? It is, and we thank God that we have that, you know what I mean? Because I'm not going to lie, there's many times that I didn't know if it was possible. At one point, they threatened my horses, and then three days later, one of my best mares was uh, killed. Did you hear about this? I, I mean, she was dead in our front pasture. We, we don't know what happened, but the threat was made, and then she, she was found dead. We don't know what lengths they will go to. One of my stallions had oil in his, his water. So, I mean, it, it's disgusting. They will go to great lengths to, you know, try to stop us from talking. And we've upped security. We got, you know, not hundreds, but probably 50 security cameras on, on the farm now. We've got gates, gates protecting it. We had to move the horses off the farm. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's not cool at all what they're doing. And nobody, I, I just wish that other communities will listen to this and never let them in to begin with.
common bond truly. Freedom. Freedom. Without freedom, you can't be a Christian no matter what denomination you belong to. You can't be a Buddhist. You can't own a donut shop. You can't drive from here to Oregon. You can't be an American because that's what it's all about. And it's the only thing that it's all about. Nothing else. Nothing else. It's about freedom. There is a time to pray and there's a time to stand. to the table, the Thanksgiving Day table, and argue politics between the blue dog Democrat uncle and, you know, and the conservative Republican, you know, nephew. Let's get back to that because I think that's where we really hammered ideas out. Because guess what? If you listen closely to the conversation, we both wanted the same thing. We did. Yep. And you can't say the same for these various categories that that we've been talking about we don't both want the, the democrats and the republicans don't want what they want as far as climate change and controls and currencies and surveillance and you know and and covid tearing it we don't nobody's going to no democrats or republicans are going to argue and say we want you know everyone to be tracked and traced and we want to kill 1800 people uh, to save us from one covid death who wants that, right? Who wants well, that? Well, the problem is they say, "Oh, Pete, you're a conspiracy theorist." They, they, you know, they try to they try to just dismiss the arguments and not have them. Mm-hmm. You you mentioned something about Thanksgiving, about how oh nobody wants to talk politics, and you you suggested that we should, and you're absolutely right. This is the difference between us and Democrats sometimes too. Remember when Obama was president? He started this tradition where at Thanksgiving, I believe it was. He would put out actual talking points and say, you need to go and talk to your family about the importance of passing Obamacare. Right. So he understood and didn't say this was sacred. We shouldn't talk about it. He wanted arguments to take place. Um, And we have a year, Pete, to to convince as many Americans as possible to find their sanity again or find it for the first time. And it is our job to go out and talk to people. Look. We're not being asked, you're not being asked to go run into enemy gunfire. You know, I I say that 2024 is the third major test in our nation's history. We had the American Revolution, we had the Civil War in 1861, and now we have 2024. And that's how significant this moment is in history. The difference this time is we're trying to solve this peacefully. We want to vote. We want Donald Trump in our case. And of course, the Democrats are trying to take away that peaceful means, uh, which is, of course, very, very dangerous and frightful.
and gentlemen, my next guest, uh, Drew Thomas Allen. He's the author uh, of a book called America's Last Stand. Can't wait to talk to him about it because we had a couple of uh, words before while he was waiting to come on for the interview. Uh, for decades, we've heard that. This is going to be the most important election. Uh, we've heard that for many decades. And this is it, folks. Uh, America's Last Stand uh, is the name of his book, Will You Vote to Save or Destroy America in 2024? He's the VP of Client Development at Publius PR, uh, which, by the way, we've actually interviewed a lot of um, authors that uh, his, his firm represents. But it's a premier communications firm where Alan has worked as a publicist for many of the biggest names in politics. Peter Navarro, Dr. Peter Navarro, Dr. Naomi Wolf, Dr. Ben Carson, uh, Alan Dershowitz, Carrie Lake, just to name a few. In addition to running uh, PR campaigns for some of the most recognizable names in politics, um, Mr. Allen's widely published columnist and host of the popular Drew Allen Show podcast. Um, Mr. Allen is an in-demand political analyst who has appeared on Newsmax, GB News, and on radio stations across the country, and now having achieved the pinnacle of success uh, by coming on the Pete Santilli Show. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm so honored to have you on, actually. I'm very humble. I was just joking. <laughs> uh, welcome well, to the Pete Santilli Show for the first time. Drew, where the heck have you been? Well, Pete, let me just tell you this. The real reason I wrote this book is because I needed a vehicle to come on your show. So <laughs> here we are. That was the real impetus. Oh, my goodness. Well, you've, you've crossed the, the finish line here. You know, back to the serious point when I said for decades, we've kind of thrown that out there. This is the most important election. This is, you know, politicians try to get people energized to, uh, to vote. This is the real deal. Um, we see how the deep state, uh, its tentacles have reached so deep, unbelievably so, um, destroyed just about every institution, every pillar uh, that, that we've built as a constitutional republic. Um, but right now, they're just right out in the open. You see how they are. They're very, very confident that I think that they can finish this thing. Uh, off and we literally would be finished off if they were to maintain power 2024 and beyond look at what they've done just since 2020 they've destroyed destroyed us i mean you're a patriot doesn't it hurt your heart to think about what they've done to our country of course it does and i have an eight, eight month old daughter now which <laughs> if you can believe it or not, made things even more urgent for me, mm. made me even more activated, if you will. And that was honestly why I, I wrote the book. One, like you were alluding to, this truly is a make or break election for America. Uh, it's true that people have said in the past that this is the most important election, but this is an inflection point in U.S. history. We are living through very, very important history right now in which our posterity is going to look back and judge what we did or didn't do here. And we can either offer them an example to look to for hope. Uh, and strength when they encounter something similar in their lives in the future at some point, or we can be, as Reagan suggested, you know, the, the generation in which freedom finally goes extinct. And look, I, I recognize that when you're living through history, it's hard because you don't have the benefit 
of hindsight of how things turned out, sometimes you don't feel it as severely as you do when you look back in history and judge the founding fathers and George Washington or the Civil War. They understood the gravity, certainly when they were running into bullet fire, but not like we do putting that on them because they, like us, were just living day to day with an objective. And they were trying to wake people up. Thomas Paine, of course, wrote Common Sense. And people forget that as the American Revolution was breaking out, a lot of colonists didn't necessarily support the war effort. And that book was integral in waking up Americans, colonists back then, and getting them to support our war for independence. And really, that's what this book is meant to be for us in our time. Not that I'm Thomas Paine, you know, I'm not an arrogant person, but I wrote it with this just as specific a purpose. Thomas Paine wrote that to persuade Americans to join and support our war for independence. I wrote this war to give people the, uh, I guess, to, 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 to try and explain to them the true gravity of this situation, to give them perspective, and mm -hmm. to rally Americans to do our duty, which is to be the patriots of 24. And we've got to go out and convince other Americans what's at stake. We can't depend upon just the news to do it or someone else. And that's, it's a call to action. Now, I'm hearing something disturbing uh, with the um, the black American vote and, you know, really left, left, left black. They're not going to vote because they're so upset with what's going on with Biden. And they need to not do that. They, they have to they have to participate in this thing. Um, uh, you, you do have to. Uh, well, first of all, uh, most people, even if you're middle of the road, um, they they miss the, the economic prosperity, the momentum that President Trump set us on a course. We had great momentum and then COVID hit and things uh, took a spin. But a lot of people miss uh, those really good times. Business was coming to the U.S., a lot of good things happening. You could have hated Trump, but you had a job and you had a, you know, a, a good sense of security in your future. But black Americans not voting or any Americans not voting because you don't like both is the worst thing that we can do. Um, I, I think that that's where the Marxist would love to discourage almost intentionally disenfranchise those voters and cause them not to vote so that they stand a better chance, don't they? Well, of course. I mean, you can look at recent elections, statewide elections, and so on and so forth. I know it sounds simple and, and maybe foolish and obvious, but the person who wins an election, uh, apart from cheating and things like that, but the person who wins an election is the person who can turn out the vote, the person who gets the most legal votes. And so that's what you're talking about in a lot of these elections. Okay, who's got the momentum, as you suggested, with Donald Trump? He could really get people mobilized and excited to vote. And that's what we're talking about here. And when you look at the black vote, I mean, this is an opportunity to reach out to these people. And, you know, people talk about the Uniparty. It's it's true. It's real. I, I've never seen a, a political party like the Republican Party who seems to desire such irrelevancy for themselves. But, you know, Trump, of course, speaks beyond that. Uh, there are a lot of people out there that are frustrated with the Republican Party, rightfully so, who say, and this isn't a good idea, but but they say, I'm going to vote for Trump, but I'm not voting for any other Republicans because, you know, th that that's that's the, the unique bond people have with Trump. Mm -hmm. And look, I wrote, I think this is 18 chapters in this book. Three of them, I think it is total, are devoted to talking about the Democratic Party's 
just sordid history of racism, how they've lied. You know, they talk about the myth of the big switch, I call it, which they claim that, oh, suddenly after their entire history of uh, you know, perpetuating racism in America, they switched and we switched and we became the racist and they became the anti-racist. None of that happened. And welfare, of course, is just another form of slavery under a different name. And what the Democrat Party has done to the black American in this country to this day is unforgivable. And so, you know, that particular community, if you will, I mean, it is a little bit mind boggling because the truth is, and there's history to explain why this is that is that way, but there's no constituency, if you will, that votes more unanimously for Democrats than the so-called, you know, black community and the black vote. So, you know, I have a chapter called, uh, you know, black votes matter. And that's what it's really always been about for the Democrat Party, because a long time ago, after Hoover, they, they realized that they actually couldn't win elections if they didn't get the black vote. And so that's why they pander so hard to the black community. Of course, they want to replace them with new illegals. But for the time being, they still need the black vote. You know, I, I think I've stayed in, in pretty good contact with people of the inner city. Uh, where I really delved into it was during the Baltimore riots a few years back. Uh, shoot, almost 10 years ago. Um, and you know what I discovered in talking to them in the hood? Um, the majority of them are wide awake. You know, when you ask them, why are you burning down the CVS? Their response was, because they're run by big pharma. We got enough drugs pumped into uh, our neighborhood. Why are you burn down, burning down the liquor stores? They're like, because we have one liquor store every other block. And they're not run by black Americans. They're run by, by Koreans. And it's destroying our neighborhood. You know, and, and that was their, you know, it's not a good thing burning, you know, buildings down, of course, but they were wide awake to what was going on uh, with their city and they, they were redressing grievance, you know, in their own, own way, but they're wide awake. And I'll give an example of that epic moment. I get chills every time I think about it. Remember when President Trump was, was uh, arrested, indicted, he had to turn himself in in Atlanta and he drove out and he drove through one of the most impoverished through the hood they were cheering him on and i think that was truly we're talking about it atlanta okay if you're gonna get cheers from people in atlanta that is uh you could extrapolate that out uh black americans in the inner city are going to turn out for president trump they know what's going on on the left side of the spectrum they, they know who whipped up the kkk uh, they know a lot of those conspiracy theories we've over, we've always spoken about, and there is an awakening, I believe, uh, in the Black American community. Do you? It's happening there. It's happening across the country, I think, too, in other communities as well. I think that there is a shift happening, and what's important is that you and me and your amazing audience that we take advantage of that and that we be the messengers. And that we bring people into the fold because the Republican Party is not going to do it for us, per se. You know, we have Donald Trump, who's a once in a lifetime, you know, political talent, if you will, that doesn't come from a world of politics, uh, who can mobilize people, speak to people, get people excited and reach across the aisle and get those kind of, you know, Reagan Democrats, if you will, to vote for him as well. But the Republican Party, people look at that and that's not something that you really get excited about joining the movement because they don't really project anything potent or powerful. They don't uh, inspire confidence. I mean, the Democrat Party 
I'll give them credit, even though they're a bunch of frauds and liars. I mean, they take somebody like AOC and they put them on the cover of Vanity Fair. It's very cool to be a Democrat. They make it very uh, attractive. And of course, on our side, we, you know, uh, well, on the left, they circle the wagon to defend their own. And on our side, we get a circular firing squad going around more often than not. Mm. And we have to rectify that. And we, and we have to be confident in the way that we talk. That's the thing, too. It, it drives me crazy. I think it's changing now. I've talked to Republicans who were never Trumpers. They didn't like his personality or some bull crap, you know, like they, they spin the story. Um, and now they are only Trumpers because of the unprecedented persecution of Donald Trump, what the left is doing right now, interfering in elections for the third consecutive time. And and so I, I think there's there's definitely an opportunity there. You know, um, how were we asleep at the wheel and allowed them? Because uh, you said it's it's really cool. And I appreciate you saying that. If you don't mind me conspiracy theorizing a little bit more. Um, they've used, you know, um, Jesse Jackson employed the tactics of the Rainbow Coalition. It was like almost extortion. They would go to big businesses and say, you know, you need to pony up here and help support XYZ or you're a racist and you're done. And they took a stranglehold on a lot of these pipelines or conduits from the book industrial complex, the mainstream media, right? Uh, pop culture, Hollywood. They, they basically just hijacked every single institution and now control the major of the money flow and big tech as well. Can you imagine? 80% of all, you know, ad revenue uh, pumps through Google and Facebook and they have absolute control over it. Almost monopolistic control over how money flows. Uh, if you don't go along with their ideas, you're on the outside like we have been. We've been back in our, we've had to create an alternate universe almost. But were we asleep at the wheel to allow them to do this? Of course we were. And I, I have kind of a sympathetic tone in the book about this. I address this and, and that's that it's inevitable that this moment would happen in U.S. history. Abraham Lincoln, 20 years or so before the Civil War, he spoke to the Young Men's Lyceum Club in Illinois. And, and he talked about this kind of naivete uh, in America that we experience now, too. And he said, you know, the Caesars, the Napoleons, these types of tyrants, they, of course, will eventually spring up amongst us here in America as well. They aren't precluded because of the Constitution's existence and so on and so forth. The Constitution's a bulwark against tyranny. Uh, our ideology and American ideals are a bulwark, but they, they don't prevent this cancerous uh, tyranny from infecting the hearts and souls of man. And periods of prosperity, I'm 36, a geriatric millennial, if you will, and I am living in a period of time, which of course is becoming tumultuous, but I'm the most blessed generation to live in the entire history of mankind. We've had it so good, despite you know, uh, things that have come up that aren't great. But I mean, we live in a, a period of immense prosperity. And so it softens us and we take it for granted. And of course, while we're asleep, the tyrant is the most active. While we're dormant, uh, they're running around making moves. And that, that's what's happened here. And, and, and this is the thing. We've told ourselves that this couldn't happen in America. Mm. This can't, people are still, some of them telling them, 
what's happened isn't happening. I mean, I have a, a chapter called 21st Century Jim Crow, and that's the fact that what the left has essentially done and what they're moving to do is criminalize conservatism. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're on the right, if you're MAGA, I mean, they treat you uh, like they would, you know, uh, blacks in the past. They did this with COVID. I mean, even black Americans who who were very hesitant to get the to get the jab, if you will, they actually were segregated from society. So you had that coming up again. And of course, it's led by the Democrat Party. You know, you hear them saying it a lot lately that XYZ is a threat to our democracy. And I'm automatically, I'm like, our democracy, your version of democracy, it's unconstitutional, totalitarian. And uh, I believe that their leftist ideas are so awful, people don't naturally gravitate to it. The only way that their ideas can survive is if they cancel and ruin everything else around them. And that's why the words of the new Argentinian president, I, I don't know if you heard his very colorful language about who they are. He was spot on. He said, they will ruin you. They will destroy you. They have to do that. It's the only way that they can survive. Whereas our ideas, we promote freedom. I mean, people are naturally magnetized towards being free, right? And we just think, well, everyone's just going to come to us. Um, and, and it hasn't been that way. So we conservatives feel the pressure of cancel culture. It exists. Them ruining us behind the scenes. Society doesn't generally know that that's what they've been doing because it doesn't hit the mainstream media. They control the flow of information. So it's been kind of covert. Uh, we're discovering it much, much more. But their ideas are terrible. And it everything uh, is a threat to their democracy because it's not constitutional, right? Yeah, I mean, of course, they talk about democracy, democracy, democracy. We're a constitutional republic, of course. Um, and it's such a joke. You know, they, they've been calling Trump a threat to democracy since 2016 before he was, was even elected president. So this is a narrative that they already had ready to go. Oh, yeah. And, you know, look, the the tyrant, the left in our country, their success is dependent upon us uh, believing that we don't have any power, that we're in the minority, that other people don't think like us. I'll never forget the big Canadian trucker protest that ultimately uh, failed in many ways, unfortunately, but it showed the world that that Canadians were fed up with Trudeau's tyranny. Um, The media was reporting on, uh, you know, the size of the caravan. I mean, it was immense. It went for miles and miles and miles and miles. And they were lying in their reporting of it, saying that it was just, you know, 100 people or so. I mean, it was obvious that wasn't true. But the reason they do that is they they know that it's contagious. That kind of spirit is contagious. And oh, so yeah. they lie and want to convince you that you're in the minority. They want, they want to, you know, uh, minimize and diminish yeah. Uh, how much power you actually have. And so, you know, this is something we're always fighting against. And that's why it's important that you speak up, that I speak up, because you get to a place where you're looking for for other people that are friendly, that agree with you to bolster you and give you encouragement and inspire you. And, and they're there. But, but you know, you have to uh, start that chain. You know, do you mind if we go down through the list? Because I've seen you know, the various chapters, you, you cover a lot of them that uh, really need to be overemphasized. Everyone, I don't care what your political persuasion is, okay? So I mean, let, let's do that. Let's let's speak to as if we were sitting down with a blue dog Democrat family member, right? Because we all have them. Uh, yeah. Lately, we haven't been able to speak to them. 
uh, as uh, you know, we have to stay away from politics now on holidays, which that ruins the fun in my family. Anyways, we love loved talking about politics, but very divisive. But let's let's talk about you know diversity, equity, and inclusion. You know that type of pro- does diversity, equity, and inclusion does it really work? You know, you have to be serious about it. Of course, we want to be diverse. We want equity. I don't know what equity is. I want inclusion. I want everyone to have the same opportunity. I come from an Italian-American immigrant family. I was the first person born here in the United States. Um, I had opportunity. I, I had the American dream, you know, before me, but my grandfather, you know, pursued it and, and taught me to do the same and promoted individual, you know, um, uh, prosperity and building your own future, but diversity, equity, and inclusion. Well, this stuff, it sounds neat, but it, it actually ends up producing the opposite. It's more exclusionary, less equity. And sometimes, you know, um, I would say unfair diversity, you know, where, you know, like in the military, for instance, they have a meritocracy. A black American can become a sergeant major on the, on the enlisted side or a general, right? Based on the merits of his performance. Meritocracies are okay. Um, using the military as an example, you could pursue, you know, the American dream that way. It doesn't matter what race, creed, or color you are. But just those issues alone, it's a really bad thing for Republicans and Democrats. We have to consider it. It's a bad idea. It's a failed idea, is it not? Well, of course it is. And the Democrats are very clever in the way they name things. It's like it's like when they say the Inflation Reduction Act. You know, Joe Biden, of course, has since admitted publicly that it had nothing to do with inflation. But mm. they call it this to put you on the defense if you oppose it. It's like Black Lives Matter. That movement had nothing to do with black lives. No. It was a Marxist movement. And they call it Black Lives Matter because how can you possibly say, well, black lives don't matter? So when they say diversity, equity, inclusion, you pointed it out perfectly. It's not about diversity. It's about excluding, for example, whites and Asians. It's about excluding people who think like we do, who don't think like them. Equity is about forcing equal outcomes. It's not about having equal opportunity. So these are things that hurt everyone. These are things that uh, destroy society and tear at the fabric of a place like America, which celebrates the meritocracy and freedom. And it hurts everyone. Under DEI, for example, you would have your pilots uh, given a position as a captain to fly the plane who could have the least amount of experience. Mm-hmm. Who, who just barely meets the minimum requirements in terms of flight time that just got his license. And that person would be uh, given the job of a captain over somebody who came from the Air Force if that person was, for example, uh, black. And, you know, the, the other person that came from the Air Force was a white person. That's absurd. And, and by the way, I mean, not to go off on a tangent, but you know, the producer of my, my show is a is a current captain. He flies airplanes for one of the major airlines out there. He is an Air Force veteran. And he's telling me, you know, if you knew what this DEI stuff was doing, even in, in you know, for Southwest or American Airlines or whatever else, you wouldn't fly anymore because they're putting people who are inexperienced uh, in those cockpits mm. and it's your life that's at risk. Just, just to, to meet the, the pressures from the system. So DEI as one, you know, here's another thing. 
Um, they have phrased, I, I call it um, communitarianism. They use words, they'll say, they'll ask you a question th that you would never say no to. You want to save the environment, don't you? You know, and but their solution is, and I always use the example um, that these people, these policymakers, they need to take the Pete Santilli lemonade stand test. You must demonstrate that you can run a lemonade stand profitably for two weeks, okay? If you're gonna scale up your business before we hand you the steering wheel to the government and a checkbook that you can spend a trillion dollars with. Because their idea is to save the environment, which, listen, I came from upstate New York. We were polluting the Hudson River like crazy with manufacturing. We didn't wanna do that. Uh, well, what did the EPA do? They ran those manufacturing companies out of the United States of America altogether to China. They pollute 10 times as much. What did we solve there? But they ask you, you want to save the environment, don't you? Well, uh, let's go ahead and put these bike paths everywhere and let the United Nations come in and control everything. So this climate change thing is really, I believe, a mechanism to just divert from the, the petro economy to a new invented economy where, in fact, I'll use this example. If you're a Democrat, you want to save the environment, you want to get an electric vehicle, you're now going to be paying the equivalent of $17 a gallon in order to do that. Who right now wants to pay 17 bucks a gallon when they're complaining about five and six? Literally, to convert to EVs, our infrastructure can't handle it. You're going to be paying 17 bucks a gallon, and these are not the best ideas. These are people that can't run a lemonade stand profitably for two weeks consecutively. So is the climate change you know, emergency, is it a hoax? Yes, by their methodology. They, they want to, through fear, get us to throw money at them uh, for a not-so-profitable venture, for a failed business idea, yes? Well, of course, you know, and it's it's funny because the, the climate change movement is an anti-capitalist movement. All these things are rooted in Marxism. Yeah. And, you know, in my book about saving America in 2024, Three chapters, I think, are devoted to the climate change hoax because it's that important. It's the climate change agenda that is an existential threat to our way of life and society and world, not climate change itself. But this is another trick they do, right? Climate change. How can you deny that the climate change? Of course, the climate changes. When I woke up this morning, it was 40 degrees. Now it's 65 degrees outside. You know, it rains sometimes. It doesn't rain sometimes. You have drought some year. So it's absurd. And of course... You know, the, the, the climate cult is the same. The same people that believe in that are the same people that believe in the COVID cult. Uh, they don't mind, for example, you know, Gavin Newsom, uh, all these governors, they can defy their own orders. They're not worried about COVID. They go and live their lives how they want, Nancy Pelosi and so on and so forth. And the cultists don't even bat an eye when they see that happening. They still hunker down in their homes and do what they're told to do. The same thing with the climate people. Bill Gates has a home uh, at the beach. Obama has a home in Martha's Vineyard. And, and he sits there and claims that, you know, in X amount of years that that home's not even going to be there. Why would you invest in that property? And why would you live on the beach if you believe that it's imminently not going to exist anymore because of rising tides. Mm -hmm. They've been lying about this forever. I mean, why would you believe somebody who's batting zero? They've been they've been falsely predicting that, you know, the Maldives, Manhattan, we're going to be underwater by, you know, 2005, 2000. They keep pushing it back and back and back and back. And uh, the whole thing is just a scheme to, uh, of course, get rid of uh, affordable, reliable energy sources 
And ultimately, it's about control because you see in California, uh, we had a hot day and they were telling people that they actually uh, weren't going to be able to drive their electric vehicles. Don't plug them in today because we don't have enough electricity for them. So ultimately, uh, you actually are going to have energy rationing as a result of this. And none of it is actually even green. If you look at uh, electric car batteries, if you know, in a Tesla or any other electric vehicle, if you look at the solar panels, uh, they're very, very harmful to the environment, and we don't even have a way to dispose of them. Um, so this is crazy. And of course, the environmentalists don't care that the windmills that are being constructed are killing whales, are killing wildlife, they're disrupting habitats. But if you want to put in a water reservoir in California, which is necessary to our survival to actually deal with a drought situation, uh, they'll have a have a go into conniptions. Absolutely. So, you know, we're going, we got the DEI, we've got the, you know, the, the climate uh, change. Um, I mean, all of these things that they use, the way they deploy their really bad ideas, they have to force you into compliance. Uh, otherwise, you know, you're an outcast and you're going to be punished. Now, we go to the digital currency type stuff. These people want to have those controls, but ultimately, they use the psychology of fear, and it dates all the way back. You you can be a Democrat, you can be uh, pro-abortion. Go back and just read Margaret Sanger's writings as the techniques that she had to use to convince everybody, you know, to adopt, you know, early on her 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 vision, uh, Planned Parenthood's, you know, population reduction mechanism. She was propagating fear. I mean, in her own writing, you can see in her, her handwriting um, how they were going to, you know, she was going to say that if we don't control the population, there would be famine, there'd be all this stuff. And that was the only way to build that organization. It's just that leftist model that the only way, because their ideas are so awful, if they told you the true agenda behind it, nobody would accept it willingly. So they have to cause fear. You're going to die unless you go this way. And, and they deploy that tactic with just about everything that they do, don't they? They do. And sometimes the fear is false. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's fear of something that's not real. And sometimes they do actually create problems intentionally, right? There they do go. create catastrophes that are frightful. And then they present themselves as those uniquely qualified to solve them. Mm -hmm. and, and this, of course, is out of Saul Linsky's Rules for Radicals. You know, Amen uh, to that. Thank you. Yeah, for so saying. I read it once a year. Just to just to remind myself what lunatics they are. Yeah, and they go by that playbook. I mean, to, to an absolute T. Even uh, there, there's uh, one section in Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals is where um, you know they'll either create a false consensus or they'll make it seem like there's more of them than there actually are. They'll 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 overinflate or amplify who they are. It seems like they have more people than actually exist. But when you look at it, their, their views are not just a minority view, but it's a small number of people that, that have maintained totalitarian control and want to lord over the rest of us. So nobody wants that. I don't care if you're a Republican or Democrat. Nobody wants that. Let's get back. I say, let's get back to the table, the Thanksgiving Day table, and argue politics between the blue dog Democrat uncle and, you know, and the conservative republican you know nephew let's get back 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 back
My mistake. Okay. <laughs> We're breaking in. Uh, we're on front page of Rumble right now. And I want to let you know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that um, when, and, and this is this is yours, okay? This is, these are your numbers. That's our viewership. Uh, when you hit that thumbs up button, the Rumble button, you throw yourselves, okay, uh, with vital information, critical information I'm about to deliver here. I'm sending out, a text alert uh, but when you hit that rumble button you're sharing this information with the entire world you don't even need to put your name to it you can just you know punch the button and and that's it and when you do that it propels us uh to the top 50 leaderboard okay uh, and when you don't do that you shortchange yourself you're literally it's it, it's it's kind of like muzzling yourself you know putting a mask on mm. uh being a a COVID idiot um, and stifling. I mean, imagine you, all of our supporters, even spend time and listening to the show. And then why would you not want to share this with other people? I have very vital information I'm about to relay here as people drop in uh, on our text alerts. I'm about to share it. Okay. So um, I want you guys to hit that rumble button. Uh, do so now. Let me let me show you uh, an example of what I'm talking about. And I'm just buying a little bit of time here um, to allow everybody to get settled in because I do have this this breaking news that I'm going to share with you. All right, uh, breaking news I'm going to share with you now. Take a look at uh, at this right here. Okay, uh, top fifty leaderboard. We had uh, like 15,000 people uh, on our show. And guess how many people punched that button? Only 400 did. <laughs> I mean, it's literally like putting duct tape over your mouth, you know, and self-censoring. Don't do that. Take ownership of it. Hit that rumble button. Look at Julie Green. You know, she had uh, 7,000 thumbs ups, right? But she had 200,000 viewers. Uh, that's Julie Green Ministries. Uh, imagine if we did 50% of us, we'd still be right there with her and Dan Bongino up at the top 50 leaderboard, okay? Look at the next one down. Um, and we know, uh, almost 7,000, number four, 6,700. Russell Brand, 4,800, 4, right? Um. John Burke, 3,500. But w watch how this drops off. Um, redacted News, 3,300. But they had 266,000 uh, followers. It's still a small percentage. But look, look at this. The top 10. Look at 3,000. We could have easily, with 15,000 viewers yesterday, we could have easily done 3,000. Easily. Just by punching that rumble button. And he put us on the top platform on the fastest growing website on the internet. So uh, as people get in, make sure you tell everybody, punch the rubble button, hit the subscribe button as well if you're not subscribed to the channel. All right, here we go. You ready? All right, so ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to put out um, uh, this alert to, I'm going to send a, a second notification out uh, to everybody. Uh, about a ruling that's come down uh, 10 years after 
the 2014 Bundy Ranch protest. And what was the protest about? And this was distorted. Um, the F Obama's federal goons had set up months in advance of the April 2014, you know, protest. Um, a provocatorism, an entrapment, a, a situation where they wanted to round up a bunch of patriots. Think in the following terms, Operation PACCON and all the things they've done over many decades to entrap their political opponents. And that is Americans that wave flags and will stand in defense of our, our liberties, our life, liberty, and our property. But April of 2014, there were federal agents that came in. They didn't even have, you know, uh, jurisdiction to begin with. That's what Clive and Bundy said. But they were pointing guns at unarmed protesters. I'm not going to roll through the clips or any of that stuff. But I'm going to get to uh, the, the breaking news report. That way you guys hear what's going on. All right. Um, so as of last night... We get uh, Trump bobblehead out of the way. Um, as of last night, a ruling that we uh, Bundy defendants have been waiting for, uh, me in particular, okay? I say me in particular, uh, just because I'm not on the civil case. There's a civil case, and they've been pursuing for years the truth about what was happening behind the scenes because a whistleblower came forward. His name is Larry Wooten. He was a federal agent. And he submitted a 250-page document that's the equivalent of somebody, like on January 6th, they were around and they knew everything. They knew what Nancy Pelosi said. They knew what the DOJ said. They knew what the FBI was doing. It was all corrupt. And they filled out a 250-page report and filed it in the federal court system. That's what we had. Bundy protest in April of 2014. Clive and Bundy said, we need to get the sheriff in here. And have him kick the BLM out of here. They're way out of control. They got these guns. And we literally have them on recording saying, the sheriff coming in and saying, what are you doing with all these long guns? Put those things away. What are you doing? The sheriff took charge, kicked the Bureau of Land Management out. But ultimately, it was an operation all the way around. It was already pre-staged. They got exactly what they needed. They wanted to, they reverse engineered an indictment. They said, we want extortion of cattle and we want assault on federal officers. And we're going to grab as many patriots as we can that we've just honeypotted in. And we're going to round them up and take them off the streets. So the objective was to take ultra MAGA that didn't exist back then and get them off the streets and stick them in the box, render them useless, and then, you know, have their way with the rest of the people and scare everybody else off. And it was very scary for a lot of people. Yes. People in the media ran, people in the militia ran, everybody ran. Um, they ended up, you know, because in 2014, they couldn't get an indictment, nobody broke the law. We called the sheriff in. We were highly respectful of law enforcement, asked the sheriff to protect us in 2014. That's what Bundy Ranch was about. It wasn't a standoff, okay? Now, uh, on this document right here, and why this matters, uh, to everybody, and everyone's got a dog in this fight, okay, is what we we're able to glean and discover um, was that they use these tactics of running operations, luring people in, declaring people to be domestic extremists and terrorists, domestic terrorists, like they did with me. For what purpose? 
Because, ladies and gentlemen, the FBI, you know, needed to add this to their timeline of how domestic violent extremism begins. Here they say the Bundy Ranch standoff is the beginning. And then, of course, January 6th uh, is the other side of the timeline. So this is the timeline of domestic violent extremism. Well, guess what? Um, a federal judge, okay, after years now, we're, we're talking 10 years since this began, but this filing was done uh, by a guy named Todd Engel. He's my brother, okay? Uh, my, my, my brother in Christ, all right, Todd Engel. He was railroaded. But ultimately, uh, on appeal, he was released after five plus years of incarceration, all right? He was released. He had a lot of investigators, a lot of information. He filed a civil suit for a lot of money. I think it's like over $100 million against the government. And for the past couple of years, they've been pushing back, saying, no, we're not going to give you what you want. But as of yesterday... This is essentially what happened. A federal judge, all right, after a long time back and forth with the government trying to avoid accountability, um, the guys in the civil case were saying, did you have a court order to do anything that you did in April of 2014? They said, oh, you know, don't worry about that. Nothing to see here. You know, can we see the court order, please? Oh, no, you know. Justice has been served. People have been released. Let's just move along here. Nothing to see for like almost two years. They've been delaying showing that they had legal justification in a warrant, right? That was the central focus of this thing. <laughs> well, when you factor in the fact that the government wasn't come, coming forward, they didn't have a warrant. They busted the door down, went through your stuff and said, oh, you have, uh, you know, you've torn off a, a mattress tag and we're going to charge you with a felony and assault, you know, because it had a gun, you know, underneath the mattress and cash. You were money laundering. They just piled on all of these charges, but they never had a warrant to begin Bundy Ranch to begin with. They didn't have a valid warrant. They said that they had arrest authority because they had a, a cattle impoundment and made up all this stuff and Clive and Bundy owed a million dollars was the, they used the media. They used law enforcement. They used federal agents. They lied to the federal agents. They almost got everybody killed. But they were running an operation that states as follows. Okay? Here it is. I'm going to read this to you. And everybody here hearing my voice right now has a dog in this fight. All right? Okay. The Bundy family owns land in Gold Butte. Over the generations, Bundy family... Improved the Bundy Ranch by developing new, numerous springs and aquifers and securing title to accompanying water rights. Okay. Here it is. As part of an egregious plan to eliminate ranching operations within the region, divest or otherwise acquire the private water rights held by other, those ranchers, and to sell off or otherwise lease those rights for commu commercial development or other land use purposes, the United States Department of Interior and Bureau of Land Management began imposing restrictive grazing permits. Okay. Nadia Med Daniel Bogdan obtained a $1 million judgment 
against Clive and Bundy in 1998 for a refusal to obtain BLM grazing permits and pay corresponding fees, right? After obtaining the judgment, all right, they got this judgment, this quote-unquote court order, right? Mm -hmm. After obtaining the judgment, assistant U.S. attorneys, Bogdan Stephen Myrie, the FBI, special agent Joel P. Willis from the FBI, BLM special agent in charge, uh, Daniel P. Love, conspired together and orchestrated a fraudulent scheme to entice Cliven Bundy and his supporters, including Todd Angle, into an armed confrontation in April of 2014. It was an operation. It was called the cattle impoundment operation. Mm -hmm. But the operation was cloaked as merely an effort to enforce a court order. It was cloaked. In reality, however, the primary purpose behind the operation was to frame and entrap Clive and Bundy and other supporters, including Todd Angle, by enticing them into an armed confrontation. So as to justify the government employees' planned use of force and their fabrication of criminal charges. Now, by the way, what I just read to you was signed off on by a federal judge. This has been litigated back and forth. They made allegations. They showed proof. They asked the government, show us what you had in order to do that. And we had 250 pages in the second whistleblower filing where a federal agent who was in charge of the case, his name was Larry Wooten, came forward and said, this is egregious. It was all entrapment. Mm -hmm. It was an out of control rogue federal agency working under the Obama administration. Orders from the Department of Interior, essentially the equivalent of saying that the political opponents of President Trump on January 6th ran an operation to bring people in, reverse engineered an insurrection. They said, how do we get this protest that they have coming? How do we get insurrection out of this? And they ran FBI operatives. They ran social media influence operations. They surveilled everybody. They declared everyone to be domestic terrorists. That way they could listen in and then use that information to bring false indictments and accusations and budgets and employ hundreds of agents, but it was Mm -hmm. all an operation. The court order was just a mechanism to allow them to attack Americans who are their political opponents. So call them ultra MAGA. And let me ask a question. Who Mm -hmm. is Larry Wooten from our understanding? Larry Wooten is a federal agent. He was Mm -hmm. a federal agent that Mm -hmm. was assigned to um, keep everybody. He was the case agent. He was the case agent. He's the guy who is assigned to look at everything that's coming in, right? All the activity, meet with, uh, you know, the prosecutors, the Mm -hmm. FBI, 
and interview them and make sure they're staying on the straight and narrow on the case. They thought he was going to play ball, and he didn't. He said, I see stuff here that you guys are doing that is egregious. And when he did that and pointed out all the things that they were doing to get these indictments and to send innocent people to jail, um, when he pointed that out to them, he was fired. He, he was taken from abruptly taking off of, taken off of his assignment. And um, so what he did was he wrote a series of two letters, right? Extensive outlining the, the egregious uh, malpractice of the uh, Nevada state attorney, Stephen Myrie, yep. Dan Bogdan, uh, what is Ahmad? I forget what her name first. Nadia name. Ahmed. Nadia Ahmed, and several <sighs> others. Ahmed. Um, Joel P. Willis. Judicial terrorist, by the way. Joel who's P. Been Willis, fired. who is the lead FBI agent on mm-hmm. on it, and then of course a special agent in charge, Daniel P. Love, from the Bureau of Land Management. And it's a shame that um, you know Joe Lombardo and the Met, the Las Vegas Metro Police aren't mentioned to this in mm. this, but, and the first one, the guy who was actually the police, the sheriff at the time, um, you know, wasn't mentioned yep. in, in this case, but now here, we'll take mm-hmm. it. Now, now here, now here it is. Um, uh, by the way, I will, I will show you. Okay. This, this is document. I'm going to be posting this. We'll be covering it. There's literally, I mean, just in my case alone, there were tens of thousands of pages. So I'm one of the few, if not only member of the media that, well, actually, I'm going to say this. I'm the only member of the media that has had access to all the discovery because Mm -hmm. they made me a defendant. They actually used and entrapped me and falsely accused me. Mm Mm-hmm. And held me for 619 days. The whole case was based around that interview that Pete did with Clive and Bundy, uh, where Clive and Bundy April, came April, on April 8th, 2014. Right, April 8th, 2014. And it was all based on Clive and Bundy and Pete Santilli telling the world and getting people to come there that there were snipers trained on the family. Yep. And they, they specifically said in the opening statements of the indictment against Pete, and all the other defendants that <clears throat> that Clive and Bundy and Pete Santilli lied to the public. They made it up that that there were never any snipers. There were no snipers, right? Mm-hmm. And and while these guys were on trial, they were not even allowed to utter the word yep. sniper. That's right. In now, their own defense. Now listen to this. And and here are uh, this is what I just read to you. Uh, by the way, okay, is on page uh, four of thirty. All right. Mm-hmm. Where, where they spoke of that. Now, on page five of 30, um, this is what it says. Okay. All right. Defendants' actions to protest what? What was that? Angie. Please look and rumble and and um and fix that. Mm-hmm. You'll see it. All right, thank you. All right, go ahead. Yeah. All right. So defendants' actions to protest at one of the two small First Amendment areas 
located a considerable distance away from this cattle impoundment operation were purposefully selected by the U.S. attorneys, Myrie, Bogdan, Daniel P. Love, mm -hmm. right, and others to maximize the impairment of any protesters' First Amendment rights. The operation was carried out at the government employees' direction and federal agents determined that violent, aggressive, excessive, and authoritarian tactics would force Clive and Bundy and his supporters to react or otherwise respond physically and thereby justify government employees' planned use of force in the operation. Mm -hmm. It was a provocation. They set up First Amendment areas for the specific purpose of upsetting people and thereby justify their use of force. They had AR-15s who were heavily armored. They were heavily armed. On April 6th, plaintiffs was watching the news, observed news reports about the existing helicopters. That's Todd Angle, right? Heavily armed BLM agents, right? Mm -hmm. People went to uh, Bunkerville. Uh, and this thing clearly breaks down, right, um, how this criminal conspiracy, this criminal conspiracy to do what? I'll read it to you right now. Ultimately, the criminal conspiracy was for malicious prosecution, right? And this is signed by the judge, mm -hmm. right? This is, this is a judge saying that the U.S. government is going to be prosecuted. And by the way, uh, I have federal agents that are on our text alerts. Tell them they can kiss my Italian ass, okay? Because we're going to find out who you are, too. If your number, your IP address, and all that, it's going to become part of the discovery. If you're actively involved in helping uh, to perpetuate this conspiracy against Americans, even to this day, you will be held accountable. So... If you want to be, uh, if you don't like the show, leave. If you want to be a troll and you want to be a government troll, please have at it. You're going to be held to account. A federal judge has now signed an order saying that we're going to hunt you down, find out who you are, hold you accountable, and some of you even criminally. Some of you criminally. So end your dirty ways quickly, all right? Mm -hmm. Your worst day is yet to come. You government trolls. If you don't like the show, don't come here, all right? Mm. Um, if you don't want to be text alerted, don't get on our text alert system. This is important information that involves all of our beloved uh, viewers, our listeners, our fellow Americans, all right? Malicious prosecution by Assistant U.S. Attorneys Ahmed, Myrie, and Bogdan. False arrest, false, false imprisonment, conversion and theft. And uh, alleged actions by FBI agents and BLM agents and officers. Okay. All for what reason, ladies and gentlemen? Because it's been part of a grander scheme. All right. 
to go after through Operation PatCon. These operations that I'm referring to are very real. They've been abusing government power. They claim that, you know, anybody that's waving a flag, okay, is a domestic violent extremist, okay, like this. They have to have this in order to get a budget uh, per the FBI, right, that if you are a flag-waving militia member, all right, uh, and they also say, uh, by the way, in this militia violent extremism thing, if you carry flags, the Betsy Ross flag or uh, or the Gadsden flag or any of those flags, you you are a domestic violent extremist. And they also say that, you know, Vicki Weaver, Lavoie Fenicum, and Ashley Babbitt are all to all believed to be martyrs in this violent extremist effort to oppose government. It's a false narrative. Mm. And it's all based on, look at this, on the bottom left-hand side of the screen right here, so that they could get the genesis of this domestic violent, excuse me, militia extremism, mm. right? What? I just chuckle whenever I hear that. Yeah, that's the truth. It's ridiculous. January 6th, all right? Uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are, through this case, we're going to expose things like Operation PACCON. We're going to expose the conspiracy between the DOJ, the FBI, uh, the Bureau of Land Management, the Department of Interior, as well as the Southern Poverty Law Center, who is acting as a, as a government uh, partner. Um, they were a government actor. Mm -hmm. They were, and I had... Ryan Lentz, who modified Ryan Payne's undercover audio recording that he sat down as an FBI informant. And then the Southern Poverty Law Center uh, went to Congress to get more money to fight extremism that they were in there trying to provoke with their government partners. Mm -hmm. That they tried to set the stage for false and malicious prosecution. Everybody, including and namely Ryan Payne and myself were the main targets me because I was in the media. They were using the First Amendment as cover for their undercover operations, similar to what they did um, during the Oklahoma City bombing. Mm -hmm. They actually were paid by the government. The Southern Poverty Law Center paid a German intel operative in Elohim City as part of the planning operation for the Oklahoma City bombing. This is a Southern Poverty Law Center that was doing what? Targeting militia. We're investigating militia. Timothy McVeigh, blah, 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 blah. Timothy McVeigh would have never had the training, the man manpower, the know-how, the truck, I mean, all of it, if it weren't for the Southern Poverty Law Center, the US government, secret operatives in the FBI and the CIA, as well as Merrick Garland and his direct involvement. Timothy McVeigh did what he did, but it was all an operation uh, supported by the U.S. government. Merrick Garland, we have 157 file boxes in storage that are enough evidence to have him arrested and prosecuted for covering up the U.S. government's involvement in Oklahoma City.
we have that. We're going after Merrick Garland. We're going after all the government operatives. This, ladies and gentlemen, this case here is the biggest case and the most factually inclusive case. We have evidence through my experience, my 619 days of malicious prosecution and false incarceration was also a blessing because I was able to see all of that. All of this information is going to come out. Here's another thing. Um, they have been keeping the case file sealed uh, to cover up things like evidence that they're in possession of about things like Osama bin Laden. Like, why did they pursue Pete Santilli? Uh, part of my defense was going to be my telephone call to the Benghazi Select Committee reporting my whistleblower uh, audio recordings. That happened in October of, um, I actually submitted to the Benghazi Select Committee in October of 2015. By January of 2016, because I was exposing Uranium One, Hillary Clinton, Benghazi, and the government has all this information, mm -hmm. they're covering it up by sealing that case right now. There are whistleblower recordings that the government is in possession of by the FBI and the CIA. They're reported that Benghazi was about shipping 400 tons of man pads at the behest of General Betrayus, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, okay? Running man pads from Al Qaeda in Libya to ISIS. And, and this is why they were targeting me. When I exposed in January of 2016 that Hillary Clinton took $140 million, um, then I was the second reporter to report that she took $140 million to the Clinton Foundation from people connected to Uranium One. Ten hours later, Loretta Lynch had signed off on my arrest warrant. So all of this, uh, by the way, they were never able to get a grand jury indictment on Nevada. But because of the Oregon protest, they went back to the grand jury and said, if you don't indict them, then they're going to go take over bird farms. And they scared the grand jury. But it was all an operation. It was all provoked by them. Um, we jokingly said that eight people took over the Malheur National Wildlife Refuge um, in protest. Nobody was there, but they just took it over. We say eight people took it over. 35 of them were FBI informants. A Portland leftist jury said that none of those guys broke the law. The only people that broke the law were, in fact, the FBI agents that were there entrapping right. people. That's right. With their informants. That's a fact. Breaking the law, yeah. shooting guns on the range, on, the, uh, on federal lands. And a leftist Portland jury punished the government by saying you guys were the ones that did wrong and they acquitted uh, those in the first round of trials. I was sent down to Nevada. I faced four life sentences. I was charged with, without ever having a gun, mm. I was charged with broadcasting for the purposes of recruiting gunmen, false information on the internet and then assault on federal officers with a firearm. I faced four life sentences 
they wanted me to cooperate. I told them to kiss off. I said, we're going to trial. Now, I ended up not going to trial because my mom was dying and some stupid stuff that Ammon Bundy and Ryan Bundy were doing, right? That's a different story. But even still, I love them all. I was, you know, pissed off then, but they were all ready to go to trial. I prepared all of the discovery that I still have, by the way. I should release it to the public mm. so you can see how corrupt these people are, but I'm not a lawbreaker. I'm not a lawbreaker. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to, through this effort, exposing Operation PADCON, exposing the corruption of the Obama administration, setting the stage for everything, all their tactics and techniques are being employed and were employed. They basically just took Bundy Ranch and all their surveillance tactics and their government operation and basically franchised it to a much bigger effort to take down the United States of America on January 6th with the color revolution, with all their operatives, mm. with their joint terrorism task force, you know, arrangements. It, it's all, January 6th was all about luring people in and then demonizing half of our population right now. Exactly the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, these cases are going to be uh, worth on the civil side, hundreds of billions of dollars. You know, hundreds of billions. Here, this is the biggest case. Oh, go ahead. The Mal here, uh, National Wildlife Refuge occupation was all about the same thing. The government knew very well in advance exactly what, um, you know, Ammon Bundy was going to take over the wildlife refuge. Mm. They even they even warned the people who worked there. Mm. They all went on vacation, so nobody was at the building. It was abandoned and at Christmas right after Christmas time or whatever, Pete. And they knew, we found out during the court proceedings uh, that the government knew very well what was happening. They had, they had informants inside on, uh, you know, Ryan Payne um, all, and Ammon Bundy um, uploading their information and the recordings of their meetings into a Dropbox and they didn't know, but they had put an FBI informant in charge of the Dropbox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so but, but he was, it was uploading all, everything immediately to the FBI. It, they knew. All, all of it, okay. Mm -hmm. Again, a federal judge has signed off, okay, mm -hmm. and said that they're going to open up everything. This is the first time this has ever been done. They have to show us all the records, communications as part mm -hmm. of this conspiracy to entrap everybody. And I believe that, not but believe, I know that criminal charges will come out of this. All right? Mm -hmm. I want to go after Merrick Garland. I want to go after Merrick Garland. Because Merrick, Merrick Garland, although he wasn't involved, he might have been involved uh, in an offshoot kind of way. Where was he during this whole thing? Because, you know, um, Bundy Ranch and then Oregon, and then you got experienced people like Merrick Garland that knows how to cover all the crap up. They were advising, I mean, the U.S. attorneys were advising the federal agents what to do in order to get charges of, you know, come forward with scary clothing and a gun, that's assault on a federal officer with a firearm. $5, or $5, five-year mandatory minimum. So here's what I want you to do. If you're just dropping in, you're getting this message, it's going to be an ongoing project. We're going to be 
I'm going to be exposing this. Um, every single detail right out in the public, as I have been since 2014. And it's not for the purpose of recruiting gunmen. I've never shot anybody, nor have I ever suggested anyone shoot anyone. Um, the lawbreakers are on the other side. We're going to hold them to account. And I want you to, if you can, hit that rumble button, right? The thumbs up button. What does that do? It helps propel us onto the top 50 leaderboard page. We're going to have enough viewers to be able to get some free advertising and spread the word. Spread the word as follows. You ready? There might be somebody out there that was, was on. Maybe you clicked. If you clicked a Facebook page, a picture of a cow, you're an unindicted co-conspirator. They were surveilling you illegally. You need, we need to sue the government. We need class action lawsuits. We individual defendants alone are going to sue them for hundreds of billions of dollars. Tens of billions, hundreds of millions. <laughs> there you go, hundreds no, of ten, millions. Hundred, hundreds of millions. Tens of millions. <laughs> tens of billions it's yeah. going to be it's going to be tens of billions of dollars you know mm -hmm. todd angle i mean uh wh what is it worth to you to be stuck in a box stuck in a box for uh for five years right mm -hmm. for five years on false pretenses we're going to break away here. I want you to click that, that rumble button. Make sure you stay close to us. You're on our text alert system. Stay on our text alert system. Uh, we're going to take a break here, and I'm going to come back uh, with uh, with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. He's going to be joining me here. But um, uh, before we get to Dr. Kirk here, just remember, hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you subscribe to our channel if you're not already subscribed, okay? And one little brief cartoon before we go, and then we'll do a commercial, and Dr. Kirk will be joining us, and then we'll wrap up the show. This is the first of many. A federal judge now has said we can go forward with prosecuting the deep state for their January 6th-styled fake operation. We're going to expose them of what they did to, in, during Bundy Ranch. And it's the same tactics that they employed during January 6th. Release Owen Schroyer. Release Greg Burleson, who sits there on a life sentence the knowing only, that this was the a... The only Bundy, Bundy defendant who is still in prison. Yep. For nothing. He for nothing. nothing. On, a, yep. on, a, on a fake operation. Mm -hmm. All right, folks. Enjoy. Now we have some good news and some bad news. The bad news is that stock markets have fallen. But the good news is that these graphs will tell you all about it in the form of a song. Oh, things are bad, bad, bad. About to get sad and don't be bad, bad, bad. We should be not. We're going down, down, down. We're all gonna drown. We'll all be poor, poor, poor. But wait, here's some more. We're all in debt, debt, debt. Such a joke, cause there's no hope, 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 and no one can cope. We are all doomed, doomed, doomed. Nothing's improved, don't even try. 
You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear, dog Whoa, whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited and once they're gone, they're gone. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, mystore.com. And when I tried my coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence and this family owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever gonna have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen, use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. We'll have to have more margin now, there isn't any doubt. So you better dash with a load of cash or we'll have to settle you out.
The Stock Exchange is a funny place. It's the strangest place in town. The seats cost ten I love this. You know? The brokers won't sit down. It's perfect. You know, while we're, we're waiting for uh, Dr. Kirk Elliott, okay? Uh, and he's scheduled with us every single Thursday. And as soon as he sits, uh, jumps in the seat, uh, we will begin our update. I don't know how tied up he is. He's a pretty busy guy. Um, but I want to I want to make sure that um, that he's available. Oh, are we? We're off of Frank's speech, right? We are. All right. Just a, a brief little advisement. Parental uh, discretion. All right. Is strongly advised for this one at the very end. They use um, some cuss words, but they're so appropriate. Okay. Um, I'm going to share this with you. Ready? Watch. Here we go. Welcome to the stock market on CNBC. He is a famous person you will probably believe because he's on a TV show and his hair doesn't flinch. And he would never tell a lie to make himself rich. Welcome to the stock market on CNBC. Would you like to buy a stock that makes you 2% in weeks? There's no room for growth here. This isn't the best. <laughs> but we got paid to act extremely impressed. Welcome to the stock market. Here comes Jim Cramer. Everything he says he's buying, he is selling now for sure. Be bearish, be bullish, just stare at the stage. We got a million different ways to enslave. Welcome to the stock market. Focus on these slides. Here's a jobs report from Friday. Here's a hedge fund guy who lies. We got news teams, projections, and fancy ass charts. And a random frowning news reporter stressed out behind red suspense on death music. Welcome to the stock market. Hold on to your stocks while we sell them on your faces and we leave you all in shock. We put good news out all week. We just put out more. And then we fucking sold that shit through the floor. Buy a stock, regret it, so you sell because you think that the news we put out last week meant the market cap would shrink then it goes up and you throw up so you buy it back and blow up because the second that it shows up in your balance you get notified that crackdowns in the mainland happen china shut it down here's why warren buffett thinks you are a stupid fucking clown which massive corporation hates what you just did a billionaire just said the thing you bought is not for shit can we keep you losing everything all of the time rethinking everything all of the time deceitful and the truth is hard to find leave you searching everywhere all of the time can we interest you in bankruptcy all of the time a bit of poverty all of the time evil is deceitful and the truth is hard to find leave you searching everywhere all of the time boom all of the time <laughs> <laughs> all right so dr kirk uh has stepped away um so maybe, uh, I don't know if Ashley's tuned in right now, um, but maybe we have to get him rescheduled. We can certainly do that. Uh, but for right now, as we're waiting, if he pops in, that's great because I have interviews immediately following. I got an important one mm -hmm. uh, with our Lieutenant Colonel uh, from Israel, at former IDF. Yep. Or actually, uh, a reservist, IDF reservist, mm -hmm. uh, going to give us an update from Israel. Um, that's going to happen in just a little bit. Uh, in, uh, 
What's that? Oh, uh, yeah. Ashley was what? Murdered. Why, why would somebody say that? Ashley Babbitt. Oh, Ashley Babbitt. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ashley Babbitt. Deb Jordan. Yeah. Uh, I'm likely going to get um, uh, Clive and Bundy on the show. I'm going to try to get an interview with him tonight. Oh, good. Okay. And if we can get that done. That would be amazing. We're going to bring that to you. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure that Clive and Bundy is aware of the court ruling as of yet. Mm-hmm. Um, this just came last night. This is a win. Yeah, um, Angie, that's right. It's always nice to have him on. This is a big win for America. Huge. Imagine a group of godly patriots coming together, never backing down, never giving up, never giving in. And here we are 10 years later. Can you imagine? But Can you imagine? I believe Oof. that through this experience that we will be able to preempt what they're going to do with the January 6th stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. We need to accelerate this thing. I don't want to wait 10 years uh, to discover the truth about what happened January 6th. Uh, I want to use this time bomb that just went off on the deep state, exposing their operation. Uh, the criminal operatives internally, you're going to be brought forth. You're going to be held accountable. I suggest you start cooperating and we will consider leniency upon you. Okay? You need to tell on your boss. You need to take all of those insurance policy recordings that you made, like Larry Wooten did, because if you're a smart federal agency, federal agent, you've got plenty of insurance policies when people all around you are doing the wrong thing. Now your head's gonna be put in a vice. Your name is gonna is gonna be put to it. You're going to be charged criminally if you've if you've committed crimes, which there's going to be quite a few. And we just simply ask that you cooperate to the fullest extent and we might have mercy upon you. Hmm? Amen. You guys want this to happen? Do you feel like you have a dog in this fight or is it some other entity? Get out of that mode where it's somebody else, somebody else. This is we the people. We stood up in 2014. And I mean, I told the federal agents, you know, uh, be careful who you point guns at. We point them back, right? You point guns at unarmed protesters. I'm going to bring a bunch of people here. I He's call like, them out there. I said, everybody was scared to death. Huh? Everybody was scared to death. Who was scared to death? The people who were in the wash that, I mean, you know, but they moved forward. Yeah. Listen, when they went down into the Topak wash that day, Pete, they were shocked that the government had uh, firearms pointed at them. That's a fact. They were surprised. Yep. A lot of people were. Mm-hmm. Who would have ever thought that our federal government would be running uh, our government into the dirt? Uh, this isn't, we're not anti-government people. They kept claiming that. Mm-hmm. Um, they kept claiming that. Cliven Bundy was anti-government. He's not anti-government. He believed that the people that took over the government, you know, and put so many fines upon him to run him off the land, they stole 5,000 water rights in the state of Nevada. How did they do that? By running ranchers off the land. And when you don't, you know, it's called beneficial use. If you're not watering your cattle, you lose your water rights. Mm -hmm. Well, 
guess how much that's worth to the Bureau of Land Management? They take over those water rights. Mm. Oh, my God. Clive and Bundy had 11 water rights dating all the way back to the 1850s when his family settled out there. I was uh, involved in piecing together his entire legal history dating all the way back to when his family settled and when he acquired uh, the water rights in the 1800s um, and right? the 1850s. Mm -hmm. That's right. And, and, and he, remember this too. Um, oh, Harry Reid was still in office when all of this went down and it was to benefit him too. And uh, he and his son, I mean, there was so much going on back in those days. We hadn't even heard about wind farms and China. You know what? Can I stop something right now? Can I stop something right now? Yeah. In our chat thread, we will not allow anybody to come in and spew nonsense about Ashley Babbitt. That's disrespectful to the deceased patriot, mm -hmm. Ashley Babbitt, mm -hmm. and her family. Yeah. She died. Stop with the nonsense telegram and Instagram, whatever, whatever you, you are spewing. If your brain is that blown, Mm -hmm. Okay. Your brain is blown if you're even thinking that Ashley Babbitt was not murdered. Okay. She's not alive. No. She was not. shot and killed. All right. I know her mom personally. Okay. I've held her while she's crying. Okay. Ashley Babbitt is dead. Stop your disrespectful brain illness of being on the internet, on Telegram, uh, consuming information from the CIA and the FBI to make you look like a freaking wingnut. We are not going to look like a bunch of idiots hanging out with ding-dongs and say that Ashley Babbitt is not dead. We're not going to tolerate that. All right? So take yeah, either stay with us and stay sane and stay, stay stable. Stop being used as a little freaking tool of the FBI and the CIA to make us all look like a bunch of wing nuts. Stop. Mm. Okay? Because it will end up in the Washington Post. Pete Santilli attracts crazies. Okay? Yeah. Ashley That's what Babbitt they do. was shot in the throat and she drowned in her own blood. Yeah. That's what happened to Ashley Babbitt. It was internal, yeah, and all the blood went into her lungs, and she drowned you, in her own You don't, lipids. by the way, you, if you don't have forensic evidence, and forensic evidence is not some freaking deep fake video or some montage video. You can't use yeah. montages, by the way, in a court of law. Well, that's the whole thing. You that can't started. verify where all the, the video thing, angles are. That whole thing started when this kid went on the internet, and he put together this whole... You, you don't even know if that's real. BS, yeah, whoever. You don't even know if it's real. Put together this whole BS thing like yeah. just a few days after her death. And my goodness, people just, I mean, the things people will believe is just unbelievable, right? Uh, you don't know <laughs> what you did see you or believe. didn't see. Somebody's saying, yeah, I didn't see that much blood. You don't know that. You don't even, you don't even know who took that video. You can't authenticate it. In a court of law, you can't use montages mm -hmm. or edited videos or people to scrub out their, you know, look at there's no blood. You don't know that. Mm -hmm. Stop. 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 Uh, okay. No, Angie, it wasn't Jaden X who originally released that stupid video. No, it, was it wasn't. It was just some 
little troll kid. Uh, he does that kind of thing all the all the time. We call them the death hoaxers, okay? And they at, at every Listen, at they, every event like that, they come out in droves and make their little videos. They, they said that I was sitting at a Motel Six. They said I'm an FBI informant. I mean, all of that stuff. And by the way, that's the one thing that people do as soon as they start getting upset with me is they say, you're an FBI informant, you're a co-intel-pro, you're a whatever, you know? Yeah, somebody who's watching me agreed, was agreeing with me, not being uh, adversary. He was agreeing with what I was saying. Yeah. Yep. She died in her own blood. That's it. She did. She drowned. Yeah, and any videos that you think you looked at, that you think are authentic, uh, your brain is blown, okay? I've even spoken to attorneys that wanted to, consider you know montages as evidence mm -hmm. which essentially would have disqualified them from being an attorney in a, mm -hmm. in a criminal case okay mm -hmm. so um we're gonna have to reschedule dr kirk but for right now we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to break away don't go away you guys Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're thinking, another gold commercial. But don't put the TV on mute. You owe it to yourself to listen. Stock markets may be high right now, but they'll eventually fall. And when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at Gold Co. today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. Cardio Miracle is the finest and most comprehensive nitric oxide and vitamin D supplement in the world. Made from the highest quality ingredients, Cardio Miracle is driven and backed by science and committed to your health and well being. Get your 60 day, no risk, money back guarantee now at CardioMiracle.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from my pillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. This is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. The new MyPillow towels are exclusively made with 100% USA combed cotton with proprietary technology and with maximum absorbency. They dry you faster and are guaranteed to work. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled MyPillow. And to thank you for all your support, I'm gonna pass the savings directly onto you. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you get my dog beds for as low as $19.99 or for a limited time you can get my six-piece towel sets regularly $109.99 now only $39.99 the lowest price ever with your promo code I want to thank you for making my pillow 2.0 a huge success now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever get a queen size for only $39.98 with your promo code my pillow 2.0 is made with my patented adjustable fill 
Plus, we've infused the fabric with our temperature regulating technology. You combine that with our brand new Mattress Topper 2.0, and I guarantee you, you get the best sleep of your life. It's the perfect time to get the MyPillow 2.0s for your friends, family, and everyone you know. They truly make the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to save 50%. Get your queen-size MyPillow 2.0 regularly $79.96, now only $39.98. And king-size, just $5 more. From all of us at MyPillow, Merry Christmas and God bless. MyPillow.com Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're... Ask me anything. I'm going to go to our locals chat. And you guys don't make me look in there and you're talking about your ingredients and your corn soup. Okay? <laughs> don't do that to me. Right now, everybody perk up in the chat rooms. Um, you can say, hey, Pete. Just begin with, hey, Pete. Hey, Pete, colon. Any question, ask me anything. Uh, locals, locals, I'm going to address your questions. It's not like I'm needy. I mean, it's just that, I mean, I'm going to be addressing your questions. Ask me anything. Throw me some Hey Pete's. I'll address them live on the air right now for the remaining balance of the show, which is just a few more minutes. Oh my gosh. Guess who what? just popped in? Oh. Tyranny Rival. Are you serious? <laughs> Simplify, Pete and Dad. Oh, what's up, Tierney? My goodness. Where's Tierney been? I don't know, but huh? wow, what a blast from the past. Welcome oh, back, sir. What's up, Tierney? Hmm? Welcome back. Tierney. <laughs> That's what's awesome. Going on? All right, so, um, okay. Why am I not seeing my freaking mouse? Hello? Oh, my God. There we go. Huh? Can you imagine this? Oh, that one. Wrong one. Wrong mouse. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me go down to our, let's see. Okay. On locals, you're kidding me. No one there. I'm about to move if you guys don't have. Huh? Who said that? How's Cooper? Oh, poor Cooper. Uh, you exposed that crazy woman. MK Ultra. That's right. Uh, I, is is the chat not working for me or what? What's going on? I don't know. Hmm? But oh, jump to the messages. To answer the question oh, okay. about Cooper. Oh, everybody wants to know. Okay, here. Can I give the answer? You ready? The most yeah. recent update. Mm-hmm. So Cooper was put on a cocktail of steroids and pain medication, which was great. It was literally a miracle. Long story short, mm -hmm. you know, we had to go back in and get Callie 
uh, some uh, get her shots uh, up to date, so that way we could her rabies. Her, her, yeah, just her rabies. She had she had to get her her shots, mm-hmm. and the doctor poked in. And said, I cannot believe he's still alive. The doctor, Cooper's doctor said, I can't believe he's still alive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Perky, pep in his step, all mm-hmm. of that stuff, right? Yeah. And she couldn't believe uh, that he was still alive. All right. So he's been good for uh, for Two several months. weeks. Two uh, months. Yeah. For sev- several weeks, he's been really good. Mm-hmm. Um. Unfortunately, the past week he's taken uh, a, a, a turn, not only a turn for the worst, I mean, he's literally just um, a senile dog. He's senile. He's having problems. He's got this thing now. I mean, he's like suffering. You know, he looks like Joe Biden pacing around, you know, in a circle. He doesn't know where he's at. He's just going around and around and around mm-hmm. the dining room table, just mm-hmm. walks around. Last night, in particular, the entire night, stayed mm-hmm. up the whole night. And he's just walking around, the poor guy. So I gave him a pretty heavy dose of CBD oil. And he was stoned out of his mind this morning, <laughs> which was great. It affects him that way, actually. Oh, my goodness. In a good way, right? So he Calmed was stoned out of his mind yeah. at least... He was not suffering through whatever it was he was suffering through as far as anxiety or, you know, pacing around, especially a dog in that much pain. It would be terrible. Mm-hmm. It'd be adding more pain to it, the poor guy. Yeah. So I laid him out with some CBD. Um, and I, if somebody says, oh, that's bad. No, I, it's really? You know, well, you know, what's worse is, is, is running around in circles. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for asking. But he's kind of on a downward spiral right yeah, now. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I'll tell you what, um, you know, uh, for those of you that are dog lovers, you know what I mean when I say, I mean, if, if Cooper, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Cooper uh, were to be in that much pain, we feel the pain, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's terrible. Um We'll know, want to know about Cooper. All right, over in Rumble. So sorry for your pup. DVD is so good for them and us. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's great for them. That's right. Hey, Pete, you coming to New York? He did have a great life. Cooper had a fantastic life. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, no, we're not going to New York uh, for Thanksgiving. No. Nope. Not this year. No, nope. Phil Piano. Where are you at? Upstate? Where are you at, Phil? Whereabouts? What general area? Are you near Latham Circle? Hmm? We're doing our wanting. Blessed is sweet. Bless you for sticking with him for the rest of his time. Our fur babies mean everything to us. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, as Thank soon you. as, as soon as I, you know, uh, when, when Deb and I, uh, started, uh, having extramarital sex, oh what, my gosh. what, what, oh. what, as soon as she started allowing me to sin with her. Okay. <laughs> um, it was interfered You're with. Awful. It, it, I, what was the first thing I did? Uh, as soon as you asked me to lay with you, um, 
Just kidding. Mm. With my PJs on, of course. Of course. What did I do with Cooper? Um, you allowed him to. You get, had him in that little cage thing. I put him in. I crated him at night because he was a puppy, yeah. and he was chewing everything. I had and what to keep did I do? eyes on that guy twenty four seven. And what did I do? You let a you. You put open him. Up the cage. You, you open up the cage and put him in a bed and said, "Here, you're going to be up here yeah. with us." And, and then I've spo I spooned with him for years. Okay. <laughs> yeah, long time. Right, kept us honest. Yeah. Right. That's right. I can't. I can't go this long without having. Uh, you know, without conjugating. Seriously, <laughs> she wants to wait to get married in order for me to. You know. That's terrible. So I got all these dogs everywhere, huh? Hold on a second. <laughs> Hello, sir. He's silly, you guys. He's silly. I'm uh, just about to get off air. I was going to call you right away. I'm still. I'm live right now. Say hi to everybody. They're just you know. Uh, you don't have to put your voice to it, but um, dude, did you read that thing? Oh my goodness! I just spent the entire show talking about it yeah oh yeah huh yeah yeah i'll send you the link to it uh i'm gonna send you a copy of this thing it's beautiful you're gonna love it dude yeah yeah as a matter of fact hold on a second uh one of my brothers okay um <laughs> one of my brothers who's also listed on the list, the FBI's list of domestic violent extremists, mm -hmm. which is fabricated, has a logo of uh, 3%. He's a 3%er, by the way. Huh? Are you scared, FBI? <laughs> huh? Ooh. What are you fright? You're fright? You know they tune in, by the way. Yes, that's right. I have a 3%er on the phone who shall remain nameless. Um, and uh, essentially... Yeah, Andy's talking to legal uh huh, and the accounting firm of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe. Okay, because we're going to sue your freaking balls off. All right, here we go. Um, let's see the cattle impoundment and operation. You ready? Um, this is the uh, the the judge's signed order. Uh, by the way, my three percenter uh, friend is hearing this for the first time. After obtaining judgment, Ahmed Bogdan, Stephen Myrie. Federal Bureau of Investigation, Special Agent Joel P. Willis and BLM Agent Daniel P. Love, piece of shit mother effer, uh, and BLM officers, uh, officers Rand Stover and Mark Brunk conspired together and orchestrated a fraudulent scheme to entice Clive and Bundy and his supporters into an armed confrontation in April of 2014. That's just one snippet. And it goes on to say, it is hereby ordered, all right? that the motion to dismiss is denied uh, and uh, to move forward regarding false arrest, false imprisonment, malicious prosecution, right? Mm -hmm. Oof. Signed, signed, huh? Signed, Mr. Ultramaga Judge, let's make America great again, right? Yeah. Yeah, because, dude, you know what? The whole Ultramaga thing. Listen, we were MAGA before MAGA even came about, all right? And I'm going to say this live on the air here in the remaining seconds that I have before I go speak with my freaking gunman that I recruited, you bastards, falsely accusing me of that. 
uh, that here it is, ladies and gentlemen, that the FBI, in order to begin their little process of going after domestic violent extremists, that the genesis of that timeline was a fake, a fraud, a lie, a hoax, and manufactured by the freaking communists that are now trying to take down the United States of America. So help me, God, I suggest you start doing the right thing, and I want you to start cooperating. And may God have mercy on each and every one of you, because I won't, okay? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Uh, I suggest you start cooperating. Hey, listen, they're tuned in right now. Hold on a second. Stay on three percenter. Hold on a second. I'm going to go out on this note. Um, you, you, you need, you're going to have a lot of charges piled up on you. I suggest you start cooperating. We may offer leniency depending on who you can freaking give up, up the chain of command, up to including that NDAA basketball dribbling Marxist Muslim Brotherhood Larry Sinclair sucking Barack Obama. And Hillary Clinton, that fat-footed freaking Miss Piggy slob that was shagging 400 tons of man pads from Al-Qaeda in Libya to ISIS in Syria, right? Her too. We're going to run her fat ass up the flagpole. Constitutionally. Everybody have a good day. Share this episode like crazy. All right? And by the way, this broadcast was not for the purposes of recruiting gunmen. For the purposes of making America freaking solidly great and arresting the bastards. Bye, everybody. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you this afternoon. There you about 3.30 Eastern. How I, that's, how I talk to, that's how I talk to the federal agents. Huh? Transcribe this, bitches. All right? All right?